Weekend Mixtape. Mixtape. The best of the past week and the old Saturday night shows on 106.7 WJFK. What's amazing about Hungry Howie's is they don't have any of them out here except for this one that I know of. The only one now. And back home, they were all over the place. Back home being Michigan for jobs. Yeah. And, um, yeah, we would live off of that stuff. Oh, yeah. It, it, it's really, really inexpensive and some of the best pizza you'll ever have. Is that your favorite pizza? What would you say is your absolute favorite? Of course, we love the Hungry Howie's, but what is your favorite of all time? Well, of course, uh, my old place that I worked for five years, uh, Big Cheese Pizza in Fallerville, Michigan, where you can get on Thursday nights the Mom's Night Off special, which is two large, two topping pizzas, an order of 20 chicken wings, and an order of cheese sticks for only nineteen ninety nine plus tax. Phone number? 517-223-7711. Mine like a steel trap. Yes. Boy. You think we could call Big Cheese right now? No one would be there. They close at 10. Oh, God damn. What kind of a pizza place closes at 10 o'clock? Uh, one in Fallerville where everybody... Wait, Howie's closes at 10. Oh, really? Yeah. But only on the weekdays. Okay, I understand. And every day, 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. Okay, I see. Yeah. In the morning, 10 in the... Oh, what, so to serve the lunch crowd? Well, yeah, we have, uh, we have a pretty nice slice case there where people like okay, to Okay, you don't at. work there anymore. <laughs> And, and may I say this, too? I, that, that place is built on the sweat of my back. It really was, but let me say this. The food sucked. How? Uh, it was bad. I didn't think the pizza was any good. I'm not going to lie to you. I don't mean to break your heart. It's not like they can hear us. It was the best. You're breaking my heart because I worked very hard to make sure that pizza was the best. You also work very hard on this show, and it's not the best. <laughs> oh. I, I can only take 50% of responsibility for that. That's half the fun of getting there, though. Yeah. See, I, I wouldn't even say 50. I'd say like 20. What? But um, <sighs> anyway. 20% is you? No, I'm talking about you. But don't worry about that. <laughs> I was talking about how bad Big Cheese Pizza is. What you, the, you always used to beg me to bring you pizza. Well, it was free. I mean, what do you want me to do? I'm the kind of person to turn down free food. We just heard. All right? I don't you really look offended right I now. I do. I worked five years there, managing the place, making sure we did good pies. It doesn't mean that it was good food. It was great food. It was the top place in Fallerville. Now, let me... All right, well, that, is, that isn't saying much. In a small town where there's six pizza places, that's saying a lot. All right, here's the other funny thing about this. And maybe my perspective is a little skewed because Dubs would always bring up to the station old pizzas that he had in his trunk for at least like oh, a day. Yeah, I would have pizzas in my trunk just so if I ever got hungry. Next you to the bodies. Exactly. And you know what? Now that I think about it, dude, I don't know if I ever had a fresh um, big cheese pizza. Well, you never uh, you never would stop by. I'd always tell you, hey, stop by if you're rolling through Fallerville. I'll get you pizza. Who want, if, I'm not, <laughs> wants to roll through Ballerville? He, he had to roll through there every day to get home. I'm Mexican, and the last thing I want to do is stop in Fallerville, the home of the Grand Wizard of the KKK. Yeah, but I'm sure they would have put some refried beans or salsa on All there. Right. We made a terrific taco pizza. You know what looks good right now? Is the Papa John's uh, bacon and hey. barbecue chicken. chicken. Isn't it barbecue We chicken? made that. Long time ago, we. I've been making that. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. I'm old school. You invented it all. <laughs> I invent it, but I've been doing it. I've been living it. What was your favorite pizza to make, J Dubs? Ah, uh, my favorite pizza to make. I always like to make the uh, just meat lovers, just stacking it up. Yeah. Yeah. Would you always hook people up? I would always hook people up. Did I, you have regulars? Oh yeah. Yeah, Kinda we like had. Uh, uh, well, God, this this chick that looked like Roy Orbison always came in. <laughs> and pretty woman. Hey, we 
we got one that works here too. <laughs> yes, we do. Such an inside joke. Uh, go ahead. But yeah, she came in every week, only on Mondays when we had the five ninety nine uh, uh, pepperoni double cheese double play, and she would always just come in for that and never come in any other time. Also, we had Stonebreaker. Stonebreaker was a prick. We would uh, we would he would order every night during the busiest time, order a small mushroom pizza, delivered, and uh, never never uh, tip. Why well, would you stop going? No, we would just take a long time to do it. Would you ever mess with the food? Uh, one time he wanted to uh, spice it up and get our Cajun chicken pizza. So we made sure we made it really Cajun. Did you invent that too? Mm, I think so. But we, uh, I think we invented it by putting Dave's and Sandy sauce on stone breakers. <laughs> I, I hear you. Apparently Fowlerville is where it's happening. Uh, yeah, for pizza. I didn't know pizza Pizza was invented in Fowlerville. It was. So And, and by J-Dubs. And no, me and Big Mike. Uh, Paul, you're in the hideout on JFK. What's up, guys? What hey, up, I heard you talking about the, uh, the barbecue chicken pizza. I, I work at Papa John's, man. Um, maybe one night this week, like Thursday or something, I'll run one by for you. Oh, after please. I get done. Per- leave onions off, though. No onions. I like onions. No onions. You just want the bacon and the chicken on it? And the barbecue sauce. Look well, at yeah, it. It's putting in orders. Just don't forget the cheese. Yeah. And that, the cheese and the dough, too. But that'd be great. See, we had onions and green peppers on ours, too. Thanks, Paul. That's awesome, bro. Hold oh, on a second. No Bateman's going to get I'll your info. There. Hold you, on. You know what? One of the coolest pizzas we used to make, only during summer, we used to make the Coney Dog pizza. What is that? Uh, instead of sauce, we put uh, chili, cheese, chopped up some hot dogs, onions, and then, then mustard. Now, can you put anything on a pizza? Uh, what about, uh, um, you guys, have you been reading my diary? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but now that I think about it, because you know what I like? I like the uh, the spinach pizzas too. Oh, really? And I like the um like the barbecue pork. Mm. Uh, yeah, those are great. Actually, now that I think about it, you put anything on the dough and put cheese on it. I guess technically it's pizza, right? Good I guess. They had the apple pizzas where you. you oh yeah, the, the desserts. Apple, the dessert people with yeah. the cinnamon and the and apple then, on top then of it. Then they put the ice cheese on. and the sauce. I'm telling you, all right, this is all right. It's Fat Boy Radio. The yeah. Hide out. One hundred six point seven WJFK. By the way, we got to go to that CC's, dude. Oh yeah. We got. I got to get you up there sometime. Up there on a Rockville Pike. Go hang out at CC's for about five hours digging on the pizza, man. How do you spell that? Uh, C-I-C-I, apostrophe S. Oh. CC. I heard about this place. Uh, you've been there before, Yeah, right? yeah I've, I've, Tell me about it a little bit. I sing the praises of it. Well, it's a pizza buffet. It's like four ninety nine, something like that. Oh, I've been there, too. Yeah. They make everything you want, and they also that's where they got, like, the apples, cinnamon pizza. I've right. The salad bar. No, I, I, I've breakfast? seen that at the Pizza Buffet for a long time. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't realize we had a pizza aficionado in here. Did they have one of those in Fowlerville? What? A big cheeses? No, no, a buffet. No. No. No, in fact, uh, we didn't... I, I. It was a buffet when I was working there, though. I kinda, Don't worry about that. <laughs> I kind of let this pass about J-Dubs' big cheese pizza, uh, just because I remember. The other thing about it, it's in a mobile gas station. Yeah. <laughs> so thanks for not leaving that out. I'm sorry, I can't believe. It. I just assumed everybody knew it was in the mobile off of I-96. Yeah, well, I'll tell you, <laughs> you what. Get leaded, <laughs> unleaded, premium, <laughs> or uh, plain cheese and pepperoni. Yeah, right, yeah. exactly. Either, I have a pack thing of is, cigarettes, please. Uh, we uh, and a uh, big cheese pizza. Please. We used to have a sign out in front, but the best piece you'll ever have inside a gas station next to a bathroom. <laughs> Great. Look at you guys, and you delicious. Were you guys money makers? Oh, we were. We were high rollers because nice. every every pizza place that came through there used to change ownership every year. 
but ours, we, we stayed afloat. It's could, a whole pizza history. Could you imagine being the businessman who rolls into Fowlerville and fails and loses to the pizza place in the gas station? Next to the oh, bathroom. Everybody did. Everybody lost to us. You guys had some sort of a racket. You guys, uh, like the mafia. No, we, we just made all of our sauce. By hand. Big Mike, is he the Grand Wizard of the KKK? No, King? no. Big Mike is the owner of Big Cheese Pizza. All right. My bad. <laughs> How appropriate. <laughs> is that why they named it Big? No, Big Mike's just fat. Okay. Oh. So he's Big Mike. Hey. Actually, he went on the Atkins diet and lost like 120 pounds. How does he work at a pizza place on the Atkins diet? <laughs> what he did, used to do, he used to take the pizza out of the slice case, just grab all the toppings off of it, shove it in his mouth, and throw away the... The crust left over. Don't throw away the crust. That's the best part of the pizza. When you're on the Atkins diet, you can't have it. Hey, let me ask you guys this. Uh, Chuck and Lance, Full Rock and Karaoke. Let me ask you if this is a little mo. It happened the other night. I didn't even think about it, J-Dubs, until it after after it happened. Somebody else had brought us some pizza in. And you were eating it, and you didn't want the crust. And I said, I wanted the crust. And I ate Dubs' crust. Is that... Is that Moish or is it Big Brother, Little Brother? What is that that just that happened? You just need to paint a picture now. Were you eating it right out of his mouth? No. <laughs> no. No. I would hand it to him while we're on the air. Oh, that's just friends. What about eating? You know, the other thing I realized we did, too, uh, when we were at Fahrenheit 9-11. We were eating popcorn, the same popcorn. We bucket. were eating popcorn out of the same bucket, and our hands were touching in the greasy popcorn. And he never noticed it. And, and I didn't realize it once. And the other thing, too, that happened, we were drinking after each other on the same straw. <laughs> hey, I didn't even think about that. I thought about okay. it. All right, you, you took a sip, and then I took a sip, and I was like, technically, I just kissed up. <laughs> but was you, this the birdcage, or was this uh, Fahrenheit 9-11? <laughs> this was I, Fahrenheit 9-11. I don't remember. Uh, this wasn't Julie Newmar, uh, whatever that movie was. So... <laughs> Do you, do you remember Wong Fu? Yeah, Wong Fu. <laughs> Julie Dumar, that that's the old Catwoman. Do you remember that movie? I just saw it because I'm a yeah, big John Leguizamo fan. That threw the uh, the uh, the nail in the coffin for Patrick Swayze. Oh yeah, wasn't Snipes in that one too? I think so. And Leguizamo. Yeah, I think that killed yeah, but it Wilder. Helped launch the two of them and Patrick Swayze. I don't know. I think it killed Swayze. I I think it killed Snipes a little bit too. All right, on the AOL for broadband instant messenger. Matt Albert says that Cicada did the same crust thing to him. That they, all right, they shared crust. All right, now that I think now about it. Now that's Mo. Yeah, I think so, man. <laughs> Do you think about it? We've probably exchanged fluids. How does that feel? Uh, Itchy. Does that mean I'm going to get cankles? I At least so. some cankle sores. Are they contagious? <laughs> Are they contagious? Watch out for the bumps on the cankles. Oh, eight six six two seven seven forty nine sixty nine. Our boys, uh, Lance and Chuck from Full Rocky, are in here. Um, it's just it's good to have you boys around. Thanks, man. It's nice to be had. Let me say is that this. Mo? Um, yeah, actually, it is. <laughs> Arlen, you're in the hideout on one hundred six point seven WJFK. What's up, bro? Hey, man, I just wanted to say I always hear you saying you're from Lubbock. I used to live out by Pinkies. Oh, okay. Uh, oh, yes, 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 yes. You were, uh, you were in the area then? Yeah, I used to live in Lubbock by the Strip. I used to go, I was a, I'm a Cooper pirate. All right, now here, this is a funny thing. Yeah, a pirate. Oh, hold on a second. I, I hear a lot well, of you guys out in Lubbock. Yeah, <laughs> check my oil, buddy. This was the cool pirate. thing about, um, about Lubbock, or kind of cool, kind of not cool. It was a dry county. So uh -huh. you would have to drive outside of the county, not too far, being at Texas Tech University, and there was a strip. 
And it, it looked like it was Vegas when you're driving out because it's kind of middle of West Texas. There's nothing but all these lights with all these beer barns. And they even had a couple of uh, porn establishments out there. I believe there was even a strip club out there, too, right? Exactly. Yeah, right. Well, there, uh, there's like six places out there, and Pinky's was a big one. Yeah, I do remember Pinky's now. That's where everybody would make their run for all the underage drinking. You, you crack it open on the way back uh, to Tech, and you had a good old time that weekend. Oh, yeah. It's well, great. thanks, Arlen, for checking in, bro. All right. We'll talk to you later. All right. See you, bro. What is this, small town confessions? <laughs> I guess it is. We're talking about Fowler. Bro. Oh, boy, my boy from Lubbock wants to call up. Where are all my father guys at? Call up. So, so you know, oh, you know, real quick, you know what's funny? Is that all the time that we've ever talked about Fowlerville and Fowlerville, Michigan, we've had people call from Michigan to this show. Hey, you guys used to be in Michigan or I even heard you from Michigan. Uh not one person has ever heard of Fowlerville. Only one person, and that was a person that heard it had something to do with the KKK. All right, so that's yeah, what it was. Yeah, and then it's only one. This is The Hideout. I am El Jefe. That's J-Dubs. It's 106.7 WJFK. It's The Hideout Weekend Mixtape. The best of the past week and the old Saturday night shows. 106.7 WJFK. Amsterdam, you're in the hideout on JFK. Yeah, I used to live in Fowlerville, Michigan. Shut up, you're lying. No way. <laughs> How old are you? Um, 17. Where'd you what? live? Uh, in Fowlerville. <laughs> See, <laughs> now he's just... Yeah, now you're just making it up. And he hung up. Dubs, he was teasing the retard. Uh, I was excited he... for a second. I thought you went to Munn Middle School. <laughs> <laughs> and he, uh, what's the street adjacent to Hibbert Street? What do you mean? Like, what's the, what's the, one of the cross streets? The one of the cross streets we've got, uh, we've got Grand River. That's where he would have lived. Yeah. Grand River. That's Grand River on the corner of Grand River and Hibbert. Hibbert. That's where Dubs lived on yeah. Hibbert Street. Grew no, I didn't grow up on Hibbert Street. That's where our school is. Oh, I'm sorry. I, That's where I he grew up the streets. I grew up on Chase Lake for a while, and then I moved to Gregory Road. All right, let's do this. Let's get Bateman. I want you to look up a place in Fowlerville and get them on the phone. All okay, right? the uh, the uh, mobile station there sh- is where I used to work, okay. and uh, I shouldn't know who's working there. Are there any 24-hour places in Fowlerville? Uh, the, just the gas stations and probably the uh, the Taco Bell still open. The Taco Bell slash Pizza Hut? Uh, yeah, they have like the mini pizzas in there. I right, see here. You, you see here. Mobile station. Yeah, it always comes back to pizza. He pulls. He puts down the uh, the Pizza Hut. Uh, they don't serve full pizzas. All you have is the personal size. All right, I want to talk to somebody from Fowlerville, Michigan, before the show's over. And if you've ever been there, pass through. Uh, see if Nancy's working over at the mobile station. All right. Eight, six, Nancy's six. awesome. Two, seven, <laughs> You'll nine, love her. 4969. <laughs> um, where's your gig one more time? What's the big thing coming up for you, Chuck Money, from Full Rock? Actually, do, uh, the DC Improv two weeks from tonight. Get your tickets early because it will be a sold-out show. And then we have one in August 22nd that you guys are got well, cordially we'll be, invited to front row seats. Oh, we get front row? Oh, yeah. I don't want to be heckled by Chuck Money. I don't know if yeah. I want to sit there. Yeah. I think it's going to be the other way around. J.J. Muldoon's August 22nd. Could, would you do that? If we went up there and we started heckling, how about this? We make you look good at the comedy showcase. I, we, he, we heckle everybody else. I, I don't know about most comics, but I really actually like the heckler. Well, not here's the That's thing. Gonna encourage we you. throw out the really lame heckles yeah. so that you can come at us real hard, like and, real quick. And, and, then, and then like halfway through your set, we'll be so embarrassed that we run out. We get up and we leave, and then you can laugh at us and goof on us. You know, it, it really just depends on how much Guinness I've had, guys. Um, 
everything else. Is Do you have to get drunk to get on stage? Me? Either one of you guys, Lance or... Normally I get drunk so he can get on stage. <laughs> Scott, you're in the hideout on JFK. Hey, I used to live in Towerville. No, yeah? No, Where did you used to live at? Uh, like two streets up from the, that mobile station. Yeah? <laughs> oh, <laughs> the mobile station was next to Rhodes. <laughs> Please. All right, thank there, you, Scott. That's funny. Yeah, hideout. Hey, what street was the uh, mobile station on? It was, uh, well, it's right where Fowlerville and Grand... Uh, across, so I think it's on Grand Street. Okay, that really helps. All right. What? There's only one mobile station there. I'm sure you could find it. I, no, there's Randy's Mobile, too. Well, we'll call oh. Randy's Mobile and Tire. We'll I found Alan's Mobile Home Park. No, no, we don't want <laughs> We called that Monkey Island. Uh, what? There's no black people there, so it wasn't racist. All right. It was It was because all the people there were really dirty. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> okay, all right, thank you. God damn, man. Every night you're saying something that... It wasn't racist. I, I know. Just because I say monkey doesn't mean it's racist. I completely agree. <laughs> Evil Magdalena, you're in the hideout on JFK. What's up, baby? Hi, Hefe. How are you? Um, I don't know. I think I actually have a hangover from my drinking that I did yesterday. Yeah, you were, you were drunk typing last night, which is pretty funny. But you told me an interesting story about you getting pulled over. And I really can't remember. I just... Uh, is it the one about the um, music? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I got pulled over the other morning because my bass was too loud. <laughs> Do you have uh, subs in your car? Oh, yeah, I have 215s. Oh, right on. So what? So where were you when you got pulled over? I was heading to work uh, to go to McLean. All right, and so you're in McLean, and they pull you over for having the radio too loud? Oh, that happens all the time. Oh yeah. If you if you bump that bass, especially I, I can't believe they do, 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 do during the day. They usually only do that at night. Yeah. I've had it happen um, at night a couple times, but basically the noise laws you ha can't do it like really between midnight to seven a.m. Yeah. I've never so. even heard of this before. Noise I ordinances. I didn't know you could get pulled over for having your car music too loud. Oh yeah. Uh, oh we, yeah. There were, uh, we had this guy called, we called Mr. Williamston. He lived in Williamston, and we. Uh, we used to, you guys are brilliant. Is this the Fowlerville or the <laughs> Michigan? Um, we, uh, we used to pull in front of his house. News update? At about 2 a.m. every night and uh, turn our bass up really loud. And he'd actually come out and start chasing us. <laughs> One time he got into his car and we were going 50 miles an hour down the road. And he was hitting us, rear-ending us as hard as he can. We're just trying to get the hell out of there. Now, I remember, I, I think I vaguely remember you telling me a story, oh, Dubs, yeah. in Fowlerville. Of you would drive by the cops when they had pulled someone over and turn up your music really loud and taunt them. That was that was my uh, my friends. They would do that. And actually, one time they uh, they they yelled Nazis at them. They came pulled them over and oh, yeah. geez. that's smart. And you know they were they were they're doing all like all the uh, stereotypical cop jokes and they pulled over. <laughs> and the the cops pulled them over. I think I smell pot. And my friends were like, no, you smell bacon. <laughs> <laughs> no way. I swear to God, you they have to meet these guys. They always find another reason to, like, when they pull you over, they always find other reasons, like, to have you pulled over. Or yeah. they just give you the full interrogation because well, they did a car search on me. Well, good. You guys deserve it. You're degenerates. Oh, please. That's what I understand. And they so they, st they searched your car? Yeah, because, like, well, he pulled me over. He's like, you know why I'm pulling you over? I was just like... Well, I know I wasn't speeding, you know, because you're sitting in traffic. Because I'm sexy? <laughs> That's what I would have said. Did, you, did they do a full mm -hmm. body search? No, they just looked through, like, they saw I have a bubble gun in the back of my car. A what? A bubble gun? A bubble gun. 
Oh, okay. And he thought it was a real gun, and he was like, is that a gun? I was just like, no, it's a bubble gun. I go to reach back for it. He's like, no, no, don't touch it. Wow, imagine getting <laughs> shot You're in McLean. You're reaching back for your bubble gun. Shot I was in a business suit, and he was just staying at me like I'm some, you know, well, like you're, retard or something. Like you're a terrorist. I am. Because the terrorists look like you, got And they're, they're always bumping. Right. <laughs> hey, what were you bumping? Um, I think a uh, Splat Pat pack. I don't even know what that is. All right, that you should have been pulled over it's there. It's booty-shaking music. I've never heard it. <laughs> All right, fair enough. I can dig on that. Oddball, yes, sir. Well, thank you. I uh, I, I didn't realize you could her. do that. Oh, go ahead. I just wanted to ask her, was this uh, cop, was he in one of the Volvos that they seem to drive up in that area as a police car? No, he was in uh, whatever, one of the little Crown Vicks, oh, okay. which I hate because I don't roll down my windows, and that makes them mad, too. Oh, okay, I understand. All right, well, cool. Well, thank you, baby. You're welcome. I didn't realize you could get... And by the way, this isn't a cop bashing session. I just didn't know that you get pulled over for having your music too loud. Oh, yeah. I got pulled over one time for having my music too loud, and I didn't have subs in the car. I just had my windows down, and I was blaring my radio, and the cop said he couldn't hear his own, own, uh, you know, just uh, uh, police blotter. Because of your music being so loud. And you blast like dashboard confession. Oh yeah, and that should be illegal. <laughs> Come on, I know, right? <laughs> I have never said I'm a rebel. I I have my guilty pleasures. Hide out. Hey, are all people from Michigan such bastards? Like the bitch that hung up on me at the mobile station? Probably. What, was it Nancy? I don't know. I was like, call, hey, uh, can you come on the air. She's like, no. No, call up, call up, uh, ask, see if it's Nancy. Tell her uh, uh, Justin wants to talk to her. All right. Try it again. I'll try. I was like, can you find someone that will go on the air? She's like, yeah, hold on. Click. <laughs> call back. Call back. Ask for Nancy. She ever get pranked by the skank shift? I don't think so. Mm. You ever get pulled over for anything stupid there, Chuck Money? Last week. <laughs> what happened? Dude, I do this show, like, this karaoke show every Wednesday, like an hour and 15 minutes from my house. Right. And... You know, at the end of the night, the show's over at midnight, so after pack-up, it takes me, like, you know, one thirty to get home. So I'm almost home, and the cop pulls me over, and uh, he pulls me over for a seatbelt violation. Now, it's one thirty in the morning. Right. <laughs> and he's trying to get me on drinking, and I haven't had a thing. Yeah. Nothing. I, I, no I, alcohol. I, yeah, nothing. Well. <laughs> yeah, I, come on. I I've seen you him. at a karaoke party. Now, tell him what you really told him. <laughs> so uh, he, he pulls me over, and he's like, I, you know, I just noticed you didn't have your seatbelt on, you know. You gotta have your seatbelt on in this state. I said, uh, I said, is that is that all, officer? I'll put my seatbelt on right now. And he says, you haven't been drinking, have you? I says, I said, no, no, sir. What have you been drinking tonight? What? <laughs> Coke? He said, anything in that Coke? I said, ice? <laughs> Caffeine? Yeah, uh, like corn syrup? That's also in the he, Coke. High well. fructose. <laughs> he, let me, uh, he gave me a warning. What's up, Bateman? I asked if Nancy was there. She goes, who? Oh, I go, Nancy. She goes, who is this? And I go, why would you go on the air with us? <laughs> Did you really yell at someone from Fowlerville? And then she's like, uh, and then she just hung up. <laughs> All right, here, do this. Call the Fowlerville Police Department. No, oh, they, there's no one there, actually. <laughs> <laughs> they, uh, they have a couple people patrolling, but they don't have anybody in the office until Andy 7 a.m. Griffith is off tonight. <laughs> hey, let's do this. Whoever can, has the best story for getting pulled over by the cops, you're going to go see WWE Raw. Uh, Monday night, coming up this Actually, Monday the 19th at the MCI Center. You know what? I used to have one of the cops' phone numbers. 866-277-4969. Best getting pulled over by a cop. The, the, the time I've been the most embarrassed when I got pulled over, I was coming back from an ICP concert that I went to all alone. So I'm covered 
and uh, and like uh, root beer and uh, cola. And I, I'm driving home, and I wanted to get home, so I was driving about 95 miles an hour down I-96. Right. And I got pulled over. The guy's looking at me like, what the hell happened to you? I was, I was at the ICP country. Been smoking any pot? Now I'm basically just drenched in pop. Mm-hmm. And uh, he uh, he pulled me out of the car, and I tried to pull the car to, because I used to know some... Uh, some cops uh, yeah different state troopers because it was a state trooper that pulled me over right and he's he called the person and the person act like he didn't know me <laughs> oh. <laughs> he tried to pull the cop card and it backfired yeah. on you now here let's do this from live from fowlerville michigan <laughs> at the mobile station Nancy, you're in the hideout in Washington, D.C., 106.7 WJFK, IML Hefe. And you know me, of course, Nancy. How's yes, it going? I do. That's J-Dubs. How are you, sweetie? I'm good. How how are things in Fowlerville this oh, evening? Oh, dead as hell. Really? Oh, yeah. Uh, are you working late? Are you safe? How's everything? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm safe. I got bulletproof glass, and I'm all good. Now, are there a lot of gangsters in Fowlerville? Oh, no. No? No. Bateman. Uh, Nancy, uh, when I was asking you if you remembered uh, Dubs, uh, what did you say about him? Uh, I said, what kind of questions is he going to ask me? He's a perv. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. Me and BJ would stay up there all night just harassing Nancy. You and your cousin bike here with BJ? Yeah. What were you guys asking Nancy about? If... uh, if she remembers correctly, BJ was the most perverted one. Oh, he yeah. would always try to have sex with her. <laughs> yeah, he still he still comes around. Well, tell him to call us. He's our sports analyst, and he hasn't called us in forever. Okay, Nancy, uh, how what do you look like? Oh, I'm old. Beautiful. Mm. Dubs, can you describe her at all? Um, what are you about five four? Yes. Five four, uh, probably 110, 105 pounds. Nice skinny little lady. Yeah. Beautiful. Now, do you ever get lonely working at the gas station? Oh, no. No, because she has people constantly up there hanging out. It's always fun. It's always a party with Nancy. Because I'm a fun person. You are. I'm old and fun. Hey, let me ask you this. Is Fowlerville the same now that J-Dubs is gone? Do you miss him? No, I do. Oh, I do. Yeah. There's a big void missing in Fowlerville since I left. Right, and everybody I ask, well, how you doing? Nobody knows. Yeah. It's like you just <laughs> lost, you know. <laughs> All right, we got it. <laughs> All right, no cussing, sweetie. We are on oh, the radio. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> she has. She said though, no one knows. It's just like you're effing God. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I basically am. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't ever want to go back. And I, the only person I really talk to is Brian. So if you ever talk to Brian. Hey, Nancy, what nights during the week do you uh, work? I'm on um, Sunday night through Thursday night. All right, here's what we're going to do. Occasionally, sweetie, we'll just call you and do a Fowlerville check-in, okay? Hey, that's great. All right. Well, uh-huh. Hey, what, 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 before I get, before we let you go, what's on the cover of the Fowlerville News and Views right now? Right now? <laughs> yeah. Um, let me walk around the corner. And why okay. haven't they done a story about J-Dub? Yeah. That's what I want. I, I really don't know. I, I'll have to check into that. He's the biggest star to come out of Fowlerville since the Grand Wizard for the KKK. <laughs> yes, true. <laughs> okay, local 4-H'ers showing livestock at the week's Fowlerville Fair. <laughs> yes! <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Love it. The Fowlerville Fair is going on right now. What are, what yes. are the acts? What, what, oh, uh, what well, bands are playing? Well, we had Randy Travis. We oh. had Lone Star. This would have been great if it was, uh, what, like, we 93? Had, we had religious group. 
And that night it was dead around here. There was nobody in the store. Nobody ordering pizza or uh, getting gas. Oh, you know the pizza shop. They still close with the chickens, you know. I hear you. But because I'm selling the beer, I am just totally packed. Are you drunk right now? Oh, no. All right. I can't drink on the job. I have to stay sober. I hear you. Yeah, John doesn't uh, approve of that. No. All right, sweetie. Well, we're going to check in with you all the time, okay? Okay, this is you great. do that. All right. Well, we'll talk to you. Okay. See talk you, to Justin. There, see ya. Bye-bye. It's so sweet. Do you hear that, man? It's not the same, J-Dub. No, I, I tell you. Now, the before... pizza stock has gone way down. <laughs> the big cheese well, stock has plummeted. No, no one's on the air over there to give them plugs anymore. Exactly. I used to give them free <laughs> plugs 24-7. This is the hideout. I am El Jefe. That's J-Dubs. It's 106.7 WJFK. It's the Hideout, Hideout, Hideout Weekend Mixtape. The best of the past week and the old Saturday night shows on 106.7 WJFK. Okay, it's time for a guest. What's this guy's name? Jamie DiStefano? The name of the website is uh, corpsesforsale.com. Bateman found this, and apparently what this cat does is he makes... Like, uh, he, like, Stern had the real doll. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, which I always wanted one whenever I saw it, uh, the, the whole thing on E. Instead, now, what this is, it's it's like a life-size corpse that he'll make for you and, I guess, customize. So we're going to talk to him in a second. But first, Corolla's internship's almost up. And he's, he comes to me, he's begging me, please, Hefe, please, I need demo material because I want to start sending out tapes. Of course, I want to try to get hired at JFK. But, you know, maybe I can get hired at a rock station or a, a Hot 99.5. Maybe they'll take me. This is what he says to me. So I uh, I say, okay, well, how about we do this? We'll do the Corpses for Sale interview, and then we'll let you come in and get, like, a little three-minute interview of your own with the guy from CorpsesForSale.com. And he's like, okay, I'm, I'm down with that. But here's what we're going to end up doing. Dubs and I will do the regular interview. Then we'll bring in Corolla. Okay. He will not be able to hear the regular interview. Because he, you know, and actually, we're not going to let him prep either. So he just gets to go for three minutes. Now, obviously, in the hideout, there are always stakes. So what will happen is within that three minutes, he has to treat it completely seriously. He cannot laugh. He cannot reference us. He cannot do anything that would be um, unprofessional. The reason why it will be hard is because Dubs, myself, and Cicada will all take our mics out of audition. What that means is that the uh, the guest won't be able to hear that we're going to completely try to screw with him. Now, no. if, he, if he laughs or acknowledges us or does anything unprofessional, before the three-minute time limit is up, he has to lick Cicada's bare chest. Now, right now, I see Corolla standing over in the Buzz Cave. I think we're going to rename that during our show, the Mo Cave. Right. Why are you looking at me weird? Can you hear me? I don't think he... No, he can't hear you. He's he's silenced off, so he can't hear any of the questions, so he can't have any of the information. Good. Three minutes he'll have. But first, let's actually talk to the guy, because I'm very interested in what this is about. Bateman, if you would, please get Jamie DiStefano from CorpsesForSale.com on the phone. It's the hideout, 106.7, WJFK, uh, Hefe and Dubs and uh, Sid Cato. By the way, Sid Cato, we want to get caught up with you in a second as well with some of the stuff that you've been doing and what's been going on in uh, your life, specifically life on the outside outside, and not being in jail. Incarcerated. 
<clears throat> and now, thanks to you, though, we're like, huge in the prison population. I don't know, like, if you're in your 24 hours, you spread the word or what happened. Yeah. Well, it's Other stuff was getting spread, so you might as well. It's amazing what a little willpower and some toothpaste will do. The, hi- the hideout. Uh, so funny. Or a loogie. The hideout is um, pulling amazing numbers in jail. Uh, here we go. Let's talk to uh, Jamie. Jamie, welcome into the Hideout 106.7 WJFK, the website corpsesforsale.com. How are you this evening? Pretty good, thanks. How are you? Good, man. Um, what what is the what is it that people can buy or at least go get from you? I, I'm on the website and I'm looking at it now. Mm-hmm. I do you actually make corpses? I mean, what is this? Yeah, I make the corpses. Out of out of what? Um, well, it's basically liquid latex. The skin is basically liquid latex, which is rubber. And then the infrastructure is everything from wood, PVC, burlap, uh, epoxy, chicken wire. All right, so these are life-size, realistic de- decaying corpses uh-huh. um, that you can just, like, have built or put, like, in your own home? Yeah, or whatever you want to do. Most of it's, like, Halloween stuff. Either that or, like, I try to push it to, like, film, TV, independent movies, that kind of stuff, I mean, films. Do you get a lot of demand for this? Um, it's not a lot. It's basically a small-time thing. I do this on the side. I probably sell, on an average, 10 to 15 a year, most of it around Halloween. Oh, okay. So this isn't something you're making all your cash off of. <laughs> yeah. Um, now, Dubs, have you, uh, like, who, like, do you have people that are, like, not in the movie industry, not in the, you know, looking to make haunted houses or anything, that just, you know, maybe find this stuff uh, interesting nonetheless, they want to decorate their house? I mean, have you gotten any of that? Yeah, I think so. I mean, I normally don't ask people what they want it for, but I don't always sell them around Halloween. Sometimes throughout the year, people just like them. And I really don't know what they do with them. Now, to be honest with you, do you do you ever worry about some of the stuff that they could be doing with them? Is that kind of the whole "don't ask, don't tell" policy? Yeah, well, they're not that anatomically correct, so I don't really do. I don't really detail the midsection. Well, I just put so, the head on a man doll and yeah, yeah. town. All right. Um, <laughs> I wonder too if people have ever used one for like the HOV lane. You know, where you have to have mandatory two people, whatever you're driving, so you can get through traffic and all that stuff. What do you, what do you, what do you come up with this? I mean, where do you get this idea of this is what you're going to do? Well, this, the first one was basically like a Halloween project. I just, I don't know, I just got the idea. I made it. It turned out really good. So after Halloween, instead of like packing away, I figured I'd try to sell it just to see if I could get rid of it. So I put like an ad in a, uh, just like a little classified ad in a horror magazine. Right. And I sold it and I got a couple more orders. So the next year I did it again, and I kept putting in more ads. And then in uh, 96, I created a website, and that sort of took off a little bit. So it just sort of built. Now, are you, you, know, you, are you normally into the gore and things like that? or I, mean, I, I like it. You know, it's just, um, I mean, I always liked horror movies, monster movies, that kind of thing. Right. Um, I'm not like a big expert on it. But I came out of it more from an art angle or the special effects angle. That's what I was going to ask you. Are you have you done like other artistic stuff? Or have you uh, been uh, known to do that kind of thing? Um, I've always been to art, into art, but uh, I was never really that great at anything. Because so, these things know, look could... really good. I mean, they're hardcore, man. I mean, seriously, it's look at something you saw on the on the side of the road or something like that. You would think this is real. This is legit stuff. Yeah, these came out pretty good. Like as far as art goes, I'd have to say that this seemed to work. 
the best for me. Now, you, do you have a wife or a chick or involved with anybody that finds this stuff disturbing? Yeah, a lot of girls. Actually, nobody's serious right now, but most girls like it, or at least say they like it, or, you know. Why would they like it? Some girls are into it. You know, horror movies. Do you ever sit it in the corner when, the two, when like, the two of you are, like, making out and stuff? Like, if somebody's watching? It had, like a dead yeah, person had, watching? Hey, that's your out. mom. Yeah, I've had to move them out of the rooms, yeah. <laughs> I, you know, that would be interesting if somebody wanted, hey, this is, what, uh, this is what my mom used to look like. I was wondering if you can make it to look like her. You haven't gotten anything like that? Yeah, people ask me that. But the thing is, the more decayed something is, the less it's going to look like somebody. So to really look like somebody... It's got to be pretty, it's got to be less decayed, almost not. Just put a red dress on it. That's what she was buried in. <laughs> yeah, if you just if you put the same kind of wig, same kind of dress, maybe you can get away with it. All right, so you got like a whole, like, shopping cart. You can choose skin color. Yes. You can, so, like, you have different ethnicities, the hair color. Yes. Wow, The degree man. of decay, light decay, or heavy decay. All right, hold on. Let me go to Dick. Oh, damn, man. This is sick stuff. Yeah, I got some sick stuff. I have some new products there. Now, how much does one of these things run? They're five fifty, five hundred fifty dollars. That's nice. not bad, man. How about you make it, us one, and uh, we'll plug you forever. Um, that would be really cool to like have here in the station. Yeah. Just the corpse is sitting here. Could you imagine? It would be cool. All right. Well, thank you. I appreciate you doing that for us. Doing uh, well for you. As <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, JB from uh, CorpsesForSale.com. And so now, what about like this time of the year after the after the uh, Halloween? You don't have anything, right? Actually, around Christmas, there's a little bit of a rush. There's a little. Do you get like a Santa one? Um, I've dressed up a Santa one, but you know, when you put a beard and the hat, you sort of lose... Oh, I just put the, the hat on it. I wouldn't worry about the beard. Yeah, you can, yeah, the beard sort of covers too much up. But, uh, there's a little bit of a Christmas rush that people want. Not only corpses, but some of the other stuff I sell. All right. Now, what are, what are some of the other things you sell other than... Well, I sell heads. The corpse heads. I sell corpse arms. Now, when you're, when you're, when you're sending, like, a full corpse, uh -huh. how do you send it? Do you send it in, like, like... UPS. I, I mean, <laughs> I know UPS, what but like, what Brown do for you? Like, uh, what, like, do you are they? Uh, do you have to uh, assemble them yourself when you get them, or no? They're fully assembled. I sort of is like a coffin up. size type thing, or I sort of curl it up in like a fetus position a little bit, put it in a bag, and then throw it in a, a box, big I, box. I wonder if like a UPS guy ever picks one of these up and. Is there a body in here? Well, yeah, I don't know. It only weighs like 30 yeah. pounds from what I understand. Is there a dead yeah. baby in here? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, do you make them in baby size? No, I haven't. You could like, sell one of those like, for 200 Right, you know, go cheap. Go on the baby and you should yeah. branch out a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I've had people ask me about that. Dead babies are awesome. <laughs> yeah. Or like the aborted fetuses or something. That could be kind of cool. I have a fetus in a Petri dish, yeah. <laughs> I like that, too. I like this guy. All right, you know what, Jamie? Corpsesforsale.com. Well, can we ask you for a favor? I don't know if Tommy uh, had talked to you about this or not. No, I don't think so. We right. got an intern uh -huh. who is about to leave us, and he wants to get a demo tape together. Okay. So he wants to interview you as well. Is that okay? Another three minutes? We'll plug sure. CorpsesForSale.com, that whole thing? Sure, why right, not? Get Corolla in here, our intern. This really is interesting, man. Dubs, would you be willing to go in and buy one of these things once we finally get an office to put a corpse like in the corner? Oh, hell yeah. All right, so here he is. It's uh, intern Alex Carolla. Now, we are going to just step back, and it is going to be his show, all right? Okay. So yeah. for the next three minutes, he's going to interview you about your uh, you know, your situation, yeah. reminding everybody it's the hideout, 106.7 WJFK, corpsesforsale.com. And now we present to you 
the Alex Corolla show. Don't 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 don't. All right, go ahead. Your turn. Hello. Hello, sir. How are you doing today? Good. Excellent. That's uh, fine to hear. I hope the uh, holidays are treating you well. Yes, they are. I imagine. Uh, now, what is it you do, sir? What do I do? Yes, sir. Uh, well, that's a pretty stupid question. Yes, but I'm a, I'm a pretty stupid kid. Yeah, I, mean, I can tell. <laughs> what do you mean? Really, you I need do? to rip on this. On him. The, the guest, I thought you were interviewing me. I am, sir. I'm trying to relay a picture My for our listening audience as it is to and what... And you don't know what I do? No, sir. I'm sorry. I am gay. This isn't much of an interview. I know what you do. Are we on here or what? Tell me you never looked at the website. That the listening audience does not know what it is. Tell them it's stupid. Tell Tell them it's stupid. You need to say what you do, sir. I thought you were going to introduce them. Yeah, introduce them, man. Where is he from? What's his name? I am introducing you, sir. What's your name, sir? (laughs) Mr. DiStefano. Mr. DiStefano. Are you Italian? (laughs) Now, that's stupid. My oh, now, see, now, now that's plain. My fingers stupid. smell pretty. How is that stupid? The <laughs> Stefano is a good Italian name. Uh, does it sound Italian? Yeah. Well, there Bro, you go. I was listening to this uh, college radio show, Kyle and Al. So now, sir, I was God wondering. Damn. It's basically DC 101 on this gay kid. You sell corpses. <laughs> Man, collect, correct, sir. That's another stupid question. Well, what is it Why you do? Why are you asking me stupid questions? Sir, I told you before, I'm, I'm not really a bright this boy. doing great. I can tell that. Please help me out. I've gotten made fun of a lot for being stupid, <laughs> and I was just wondering if you could help me out. I'm just asking what you do. I'm really trying here, sir. I'm sorry for upsetting you. Take your shirt well, off. I just need some dumb questions, but yes, I do. 90 oh. seconds. Ask him what his website is. Now, what was your website again, sir? <laughs> Idiot. Ah, oh, that's dumb. <laughs> that's just plain old dumb. Why is it dumb? You never that told me. stupid. Dumb. You're a retard. Now, sir, corpses for sale. Stop corpses, corpses for sale. sale. Corpsesforsale.com. I'm imagining. Now, <laughs> now, I imagine your business does pretty well for Halloween time. <laughs> does it do well for Christmas time? Sir? That's a dumb question. <laughs> sir, please. That's just stupid. Now, here's That's a question. Ask him how it does for Easter if you make like a Here's Jesus a question for you, sir. Would it be wrong for me to take a One minute. fake dead corpse and put it, uh, I don't know, let's say, in my grandmother's bed after my grandfather passed and say, hey, look, Grandma. What are you, a shock jock? There's God. Grandpa. That's awful. Dumb. Deuce, deuce. Stupid. Now, would that be bad? That's a dumb question. <laughs> now... Are sir, you going to ask you something serious? Sir, I am asking you serious questions. You didn't answer me before. I'm trying Don't here. fight with him. Now, sir. Call talk him more about your grandma. Sir. <laughs> is she sexy? Yeah. Here is what I'd like to know. You ever hit on her? Are you worried about the products Milk you sell? Are you glad your grandpa's dead because he raped you? Somebody would be what? having... She wears those ankle-high stockings. Let's put it this way. Someone would make themselves happy. Does she have course. sideburns down there? Now, what do you think about that? Excuse me? <laughs> you right. think that somebody All right. was excited? You know what? Time's dumb, up, man. Dumb, that was man. awful. You that was so, terrible. Yeah, I apologize, Jamie. Let's get a link up to uh, corpse, corpsesforsale.com. And, uh, no, the guy was just kidding. No, <laughs> he, no, he was awful. He was seriously. It was the. It was like uh, watching an abortion or listening to it on the radio. But um, nonetheless, corpsesforsale.com, we appreciate you very much. Thanks. And there will be a link on radiohideout.com. Thanks a lot. Thank Talk you. Talk to you later, man. All right, <laughs> Corolla, get in here. Here's the situation. Yeah. We said you could not laugh. Didn't laugh. You could not acknowledge us. Didn't acknowledge you. 
and that it had to be professional. That was professional. <laughs> that was not professional. He wasn't giving me the answers I wanted. He had you to, have to get him out of them. I tried getting him out of them. Here's, acknowledge here's the too. thing. 866-277-4969. Did Corolla do a good enough job to where he does not have to lick Sid's chest? Of course they're going to say I didn't. I don't know what they're going to say. I did it right. You guys are just screwing with me. You're messing with the rules now. I, I did it perfectly. Look, I want to know. The guy sells dead corpses, for God's sakes. How are you supposed to take that seriously? We did. How are you supposed to? No. How are you supposed to take it seriously? We did. Buy a dead corpse. We That's did. disgusting. 866-277-4969. We'll go ahead and start here in the room now while the phone lines are getting lit up. Um, I'm going to go with Sid. Did you think that he was good enough to where he did not have to do it? He followed the rules except for twice he acknowledged us. Asked well, I didn't... questions we told him to ask. That is true. You did ask the questions that we asked. And you were not supposed to acknowledge no us. No way. You I didn't acknowledge you, head. though. I didn't acknowledge you. All right, hold Quit on. Quit yelling. Let's go here. 106.7. What do you think? Hello? Hey. Does he do it or not? I say he did pretty good, except y'all you know, in the background. So you would say he did okay. He doesn't have to lick Sid's chest. Yeah. Cool. Let's go to break. All right. Will, you're in the hideout. Um, I, I wasn't sure. Is this 106.7? Because I didn't hear him say yeah, there were, station it was. There were no call letters. There was no names of the show. You didn't, didn't know the name of his website. To you didn't plug the website. Was he it? wouldn't tell me what it was. You're supposed to know this. What do you mean? You're supposed to be prepared. <laughs> so awful, Will? It was it was awful. I mean, can you guys get that guy to make a uh, a corpse of Marconi so they could spin in his grave every time the Corolla was on the air? See this guy. This guy's brilliant. You Corolla, you're awful. All right, so that's awful for Corolla. Rich, terrible or good? No, nah, he did a terrible job. Terrible. But also, um, touching on another base last week, you're talking about free air on the smoking. Hold on a second. Grant, you're in the hideout on JFK. Man, Corolla did a lousy, lousy job. There was no smooth talking. Where are you going, Corolla? No nothing. I mean, he wasn't... This is ridiculous. I'm just doing what you guys told me to. How could you guys do this? Why of course I'm not going to I should have just said, sir, I give up because you're going to make you me yelling? lick his chest anyway. John, you're in the hideout. That was the worst interview I ever heard. He didn't engage him at all. Yeah, it was like you weren't paying attention to him. He kept yeah, saying I was stupid. You should have <laughs> known what the, the website was about. You should have talked to him and, drew, and drawn the questions out of him. It was you like... Gotta, you got to talk to him like you know what he's already done so that we, the listeners, can be entertained by your conversation. It was like he was a girl, and he just kept rejecting you over and over. Like, that's dumb. You're done. What are you mad at us for? Why are you giving us the finger? Because. Oh, look, your problem? Look, hold on a second. It's not over yet. It's not over. Alan, you're in the hideout. Hi, guys. Yeah, hey, Line Wand? Hey, what's up, Line Wand? Go ahead, brother. Hey, how you guys doing? Good. I think, uh... Corolla, I'm sorry. I, I don't think it was good, but fellas, I, I do think that he abided by the rules. All right, so you think it's okay Corolla went by the rules. All right. I, I, I think that he did his best to be professional, and asking the questions that you guys said isn't the same as acknowledging it. All right. Let me see what's going on here. Some people are in your corner. Matthew, you're in the hideout. Hey, he did great. He didn't uh, He didn't laugh. He didn't acknowledge you. You guys were giving him a barrage as a hostile witness. He was great. All right. Thank you, sir. Now, look, you're catching up, man. Thank you very much. Now you're happy. PK, you're in the hideout. Gentlemen. Yeah. He did just fine. For the for the hell you guys put him through, he did absolutely outstanding. But oh. do, you, do you still want him to see him lick a chest? Does he want do you want him to lick Sid's chest though? 
Yeah. I want him to see him lick. I want to see him lick his chest, but I want him to know he did just fine while he's licking it. All right. All right. You know what? I like this. That that'll be your your prize. <laughs> your winner. Now I can't even understand. You wouldn't let me look at the effing website. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. I guess we we didn't, did we? Oh, I'm sorry. But right now it looks like it's even. It's even right now. Um, uh, maybe it's a little more people think you sucked. Hello, Lee. You're in the hideout. Yeah, man. Y'all know the guys did what he wanted you to do, what you wanted them to do. And you probably had the other guy tell him, "Hey, man. Well, no matter what he says, tell him he's stupid." I think he did great. All right. So keep it up. Actually, we didn't tell him anything. I, at least I didn't. Thank I didn't you. either. Thank you, Lee. It was. It was seriously like you say. You have this like oh, um, karma around you where people just think you're stupid. And I think you were really giving it off to Jamie from CorpsesForSale.com. It might have had something to do with the whole attraction of your grandmother that came up during the interview. That yeah. was real odd about you talking about your dad or your granddad touching you. I don't know where that He's came talking from. talking about? Hey, if that guy's going to mess with me, I'm going to mess with him. Won't How? answer my question. What's your name? All right, you know what? Um, so we'll take two more calls, okay? Now, you need both of these calls to be in your favor for you not to lick Sid. I did a count. I'm ahead by six. No, you aren't. Monkey Man, you're in the hideout. Hey, what's going on? What's up, brother? He was very dry. He was horrible. No offense, Corolla. You could do a lot better than that. Yeah, you really, it was like you were getting, it was like you were I, distracted. I had faith in you, man. You, you, you should have done a lot better. You were very dry questions. You need to spice them up or something. All right, I get this from Focus Lee. Thank you, Monkey Man. Focus Lee says, Corolla needs another semester with you guys to learn something. He sucks. Mm. All right, here it is. I'll tell you what. It's even. We'll take one more phone call. One more phone call. Because I personally, you're right. According to the rules, you did okay. You know? But it wasn't a professional interview. I asked him what he did. <laughs> I asked him what he did, for God's sake. You're supposed to tell people what he does because and the per- ask him about it. Because the person you were interviewing kept calling you dumb. Yeah. I kept a straight face. So... <laughs> Here it Only is. thing straight on you ever. Here it is, the final uh, final decision maker in the hideout, Matt Albert. Oh, God. <laughs> ah, Matt Albert, it is up to you whether or not this guy licks your fellow co-dumpling. Art Bell has a better interviewing technique than this kid. <laughs> oh, Art Bell. I don't remember that, Matt Albert. What are you going to do? <laughs> I think, I'm not I, sure. <laughs> I, I think a crying corpse is going to call later, all right? So. You know what? Actually, hold on a second, because he's now going to lick uh, Sid's chest, and we'll hear from the crying corpse as he licks Sid. Go ahead, Sid. Take off your shirt. What's wrong, Corolla? You guys always stonewall me. I hate you guys. The public has spoken. This is disgusting. Now we can go. I'm turning your mic down because you're yelling way too loud. It's radio. You don't have to yell. You got a mic. Now, I want you to lick Sid. It's all pimply. That's disgusting. <laughs> Here's what you need I to do. I don't get a disease. You got to connect the dots with your tongue. Ew. And spell... There's enough time in the show. Corpse. And spell corpse with your tongue on Sid's chest. Nasty, dude. Do it. Well, you, you obviously didn't win the game, according to the listeners. Yeah, I'll clean it up for you a little bit. Shut up. Just get over there. <laughs> That's nasty. No he, way. He just licked his hand That's and rubbed it all over his chest. <laughs> that is, that is. That's freaking foul. That's nasty. I'm licking lower now. <laughs> <laughs> Don't mean like that. Isolated. I, meant like, I didn't mean like that. Sure you didn't. I meant like his gut area now. Uh, Don't. I don't need your freaking. All right. Put the headphones on. 
and with your tongue spell corpse. And I want to be able to hear this. And hold on a second. I think uh, crying corpse is on the line. Hello, corpse. Hello, corpse. Are you there? <laughs> Delay. It feels so dirty. <laughs> There's a worm in my eye, and it was Lick. still better than that damn interview. <laughs> oh, it stinks! <laughs> I don't care. Lick it. Disgusting. Lick it. It stinks awful. So. It's disgusting. I've never smelled anything so bad. Yes, you have. Ew. I know for a fact you have. Wafting off of you. Take a shower. God. Sid, how'd it feel? That's disgusting. It's nice. It's like a little massage. I ate cat food before, and I swear to God, I'm not making this up. That was foul. <laughs> Why are you wiping off your tongue with that was paper? awful? I'd much rather eat cat food than have to do that again. Okay, go get some. <laughs> go get us some cat food then. Oh come on! <laughs> You're nasty, dude. <laughs> You're nasty. You're the one that licked him. All for failing in radio. Congratulations. Turn this tape in to your program director at the Deuce Deuce. Do you want to? Do you want to eat cat food off my chest? You know what? Oh. Do it that way. All right. We'll take a break. We'll come back. With cat food off the chest. What's wrong? How'd your internship class go today? Awful. Why? Well, they're like, uh... I don't care. We'll take a break. What'd, what'd they say? I'm sorry. Go ahead. Well, apparently we're supposed to make a 30-second ad to, uh, promote ourselves. And, and uh, you know, I just went out there. It's the Hideout 106.7 WJFK. <laughs> It's the Hideout Weekend Mixtape. The best of the past week and the old Saturday night shows. 106.7 WJFK. And Rule is our guest, though. Now, what is it? You have a fascination with serial killers as well, don't yeah. you? Yeah. I mean, I just, I, I love watching, uh, watching uh, the documentaries on them. I love watching any of those kinds of things. I love to read the books. And I don't read that often, but these kinds of books are the ones I like to read. Um, I don't know. It, it's just the backstory is even more fascinating than the actual killings that they do. Right. I find. No, yeah, and you know what? And I want to ask Anne this as well. Um, all right, here she's got so many books. She's got so many books, but um, the one out right now is Green River Running Red. Um, the big one that a lot of people will remember. I'm guessing that's because of uh, Green River Killer. Yep. Um, there's the Stranger Beside Me is the one about Ted Bundy, which we'll get to a little bit later on. But um, the website is AnnRules.com, and I uh, Googled her on the AOL for Broadband and read a like an eight-page article about her and just like everything that she's been through and her whole backstory. It's very, very interesting. Um Ann Rule, you're in the hideout on 106.7 WJFK. How are you? I'm fine, thank you. Thank you for joining us so much and uh, uh, you know and taking the time because uh, you're really a legend in this whole industry here. Well, tell us about the Green River uh, Running Red first of all, the, the latest book that you have out. It's not really my latest because I had another new one come out yesterday called Kiss Me, Kill Me. Wow. Uh, uh, but uh, it's it's my latest hardcover book. Uh, it's a book I've been working on since 1982, which mm -hmm. is 22 years. And at that time, um, the first murder victim was a young woman 
found floating in the Green River, which was about 15 miles south of Seattle. And I cut out that clipping, never knowing that before it was over, 48 young women would be murdered. Uh, they were prostitutes, most of them, but they were baby prostitutes. They were kids on the street um, who, for some of many of them, it was safer to be on the street than to be at home. And this was a case that baffled the, the sheriff's detectives. There were three task forces mobilized to to catch the killer, and it took two decades to find the man who was really hiding in plain sight, picking up these girls, killing them, and leaving their bodies in isolated areas, either in the river or, or in the airport runway path or out in the woods. What finally got this guy caught? Uh, he got caught because they were, they were honing in on him, but he was approaching, uh, prostitutes on the airport strip. And, um, they connected him with DNA to four of the victims uh, that they had taken back in 87 when they stopped him, picked him up because he was soliciting. And DNA, of course, wasn't even in existence, basically, in 87. But they scraped the inside of his, of his mouth, saved that, froze it. And in 2001... They connected his DNA absolutely to four of the victims. We're talking to author Ann Rule, annrules.com, uh, books, Green River, uh, Green River Running Red, Kiss Me, Kill Me, Heart Full of Lies. Uh, you've done so much um, of the, so many of these books talking. I know you kind of tend to uh, look at maybe the lower profile, um, you know, uh, cases there are, that there are going around. But let me ask you, because I know you, you take a look and you write your books from all the angles. You look at it from the perspective of the killer, from the perspective especially of, like, the victim's families. Uh -huh. And I know that your family had the background in law enforcement, so you uh -huh. also meld that in as well. Where do you stand on the death penalty um, when it comes to these killers? Because, I mean, you've probably seen some of the most heinous or at least been around. I know you're in the courtrooms going through the cases. Where do you stand when it comes to something like the death penalty? It's kind of interesting because when I started writing true crime for, I wrote for True Detective magazine, many, many, thousand or more articles. And in the, in the beginning, uh, 30 years ago, I thought, well, I was against the death penalty, uh, because I thought people would change. And then I found that, that killers who got life that I'd written about, 12 to 14 years later, they were out and they did it again. And I changed my opinion. If if life means life, if you really get a life sentence, I'm against the death penalty. But if there's any chance they can get out again, I am on the side of victims yet to be. And so for sadistic sociopaths, I do believe in the death penalty because they don't change. They're model prisoners. When they get out, they start just like an alcoholic. They are addicted to murder. They start exactly where they would have been if they'd been free the whole time. Yeah, okay, because I was wondering, and I and I completely understand it, because I also I, I'm of the opinion of you could learn so much if you just try to get into the minds of these people and see what it is. 
that um, that ends up making them tick. Now, because of your dealings and because of some of the stuff that you've probably seen or heard in the courtrooms and all of that, how do you balance that? I mean, do you ever end up having nightmares because you've been uh, close to a lot of these situations? I don't. I, I probably in 30 years have had maybe five nightmares about murder. I think you have nightmares about the things that you repress. And it, it's very um, cathartic to, to write about them. It comes out of my head, through my fingers, into my computer, and then into a book. And so I face it, I explore it, and um, I don't dream about that. Um, people think I would, but I don't. All right, not at all. What, um, what, what's typically, like, what strikes you? Because I remember reading, or at least I read about you, that you would go to the prison, um, uh, I guess, like your dad or somebody, a family member would take you to the prisons, and it struck you how normal these people were. What about, like, con- you know, con- contrast that with, you know, the serial killers and stuff? And I mean, were they normal people on the outside, the majority of them? Well, I was my grandpa when I was a little kid in Michigan. Michigan. My grandpa was a sheriff, and I and I helped my grandma serve uh, the meals to the prisoners in jail, who were very nice. And there weren't really any serial killers in there. Um, the thing is about serial killers is they do they wear a perfect mask. Uh, they seem to be everything that you would like them to be, and they they plan that very carefully. Uh, I worked with Ted Bundy at the crisis clinic for a year, two nights a week. He was my partner on on the hotlines, and we saved people from um, uh, killing themselves. We worked all night long together. And yet, even though I'd been a cop, I had all the psychology in college, I didn't see anything aberrant about him. The masks are so good that unless they lift a little corner... To let you see what's underneath, you're not going to know. We're talking to author Ann Roll, AnnRolls.com. The book about Ted Bundy um, the, 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 uh, was called um, the, the Stranger Beside Me. The Stranger Beside Me. Now, you, you said that because of Bundy, you, you really can't feel like you can really truly know anybody because of the mask? I, I feel that way. I think I could still be fooled today. And that's kind of the message I, I tell people. You need a long time to really get to know a man who seems perfect. Um, one of the things I tell him is running by your dog. My dog never liked Ted Bundy, and I thought, what's the matter with her? Uh, and I saw that again a couple times with uh, killers in the courtroom where witnesses had helper dogs or seeing eye dogs. The dogs recognized the evil. The people did not. Now, how chilling was that when you found out that Ted Bundy was a serial killer? I couldn't believe it for a long time. Um uh, I just thought, no, they've made a mistake. Um, and then gradually, I saw circumstantial evidence. And then I saw absolute physical evidence, his teeth imprints, left in the bodies of victims of young uh, sorority girls in Florida. Mm-hmm. And there was no way you could explain that except Ted had left those bite marks. So I had to accept it. And to this day, I remember two... Ted Bundy's. I remember the nice guy that I thought I knew and the killer, the savage killer. But if if you're looking through a microscope, I cannot superimpose one over the other. So I've learned to just remember 
them differently. And that's the only way I can deal with it. I know he's a monster, but I remember the person that he seemed to be. Ann Rule, author, joining us. The books, uh, Green River, Running Red, Kiss Me, Kill Me, Heart Full of Lies. Very busy, always putting stuff in. One more question before we let you go. You're um, an expert on female killers as well. And you say that, in a sense, they're, they're maybe even worse than men. Why is that? I think, well, female killers tend to kill people they know, people they're related to, people who trust them. And to me, there's nothing... Uh, more evil than putting arsenic in your husband's oatmeal and watching him eat it for a long time and he gets sicker and sicker and sicker and then and then being a tender wife and they get away with it for a much longer time than men women kill for for love very broadly defined or for money and someone who trusts them now, what about guys, though? What The majority of these guys who killed the Ted Bundys, the Green River Killer, what is there anything in particular that stuck out, like, in their childhoods? Was it a hatred for their mother? I mean, was there anything that usually runs the gamut as to, you know, to point out the typical profile of a serial killer? It used to be really easy, and they a lot of them had abusive childhoods. Most of them acted out by cruelty to animals or setting fires. But there's some of them who seemed on the surface to have had normal, happy family lives, which makes us wonder, was there a genetic predisposition to violence? And that's in 30 years. That's a question I have not totally been able to answer, nor have forensic psychiatrists. I see. Now that's scary. Because normally you would think, all right, these guys are cutting up cats, they're doing whatever. But now knowing that, knowing that a lot of them would come from a quote-unquote normal family. Uh, there may be actually a physiological um, breakdown in the brain between the communication, the prefrontal lobe, that's what gives us a conscience, and the limbic system, which says, as animals do, I want that, I'll take it. If the physiological system doesn't work, uh, they may not actually be responsible for what they do. Uh, we don't know yet. I hope in the next uh, 15 years we will know. All right. Well, there she is, Ann Rule, author. Thank you so much for joining us in the Haida. I know you have Michigan ties. Have you ever been to Fowlerville, Michigan? Fowlerville, yeah, absolutely. I lived in Ann Arbor. We went through Fowlerville after Brighton and Weberville on the way to my grandma's house. Nice. I, I'm a... Uh... I'm a Fowlerville, uh, born and raised. So one well, of our... then, uh, then one of the killers I've written about uh, came right from our old hometowns. Yep. Wow, man. All right. Well, thank you so much, okay. Ann Rule, for joining us in the hideout on 106.7 WJFK. Uh, she had to go, actually. There was a lot more we wanted to get to her, but she had to run. Maybe we'll have her on again sometime. Yeah. Uh, Very interesting. AnnRules.com. Heckler. Yeah. Are you really a fan of Ann Rule's? Yeah, definitely, man. I would like to say uh, hi to her because, uh, yeah, she really writes some great books. I got some uh, books if you guys ever want to read them. Yeah, swing them by. Now, here's the problem, Heckler. You never show around here. Uh, well, no, I would have put him on to talk to Ann, who he really likes, but I'm thinking the whole time he's going to do a fat mama joke. And this is a no. respected lady. Yeah, I know. And uh, actually, what I wanted to say was, you know, she writes about true crime, and, you know, a lot of times, or most of the time, that's a lot stranger than any fiction that you could write about. Oh, yeah, no but, doubt. 
I started with that book with Ted Bundy, The Stranger Beside Me, and then since then I got a big collection of most of her books. And she actually but, has a law enforcement background, so I'm sure you cops really dig that stuff. Yeah, that's what it said like in her first book, that she was actually a police officer, as well as I think some of her family members were in law enforcement I, also. Yeah, back in Michigan, Dubs, in Stanton and Ann Arbor. Nice. Saginaw. So, where is Stanton? I don't remember where Stanton is. Do you know? Well, right, we're not, we're not going to do Michigan, Ge Michigan geography. Okay, I'll, hey, I'll, I'll, I'll show you on the, on the hand uh, when you. we get off. Go ahead, Heckler. I was going to say, I'm for the death penalty, too, and in certain, you know, the worst cases, the most heinous cases, because, you know, usually they do get out and kill again. I mean, it's almost like 90-whatever percent, 99 percent You know what? True. And, you know, even though they say that it doesn't uh, keep people from doing it, like deter people, it definitely keeps repeat offenders from happening. Thanks, Heckler. Let's take a break. We'll come back. It's the Hideout 106.7 WJFK. You're listening to the Hideout Weekend Mixtape. Mixtape. The best of the past week and the old Saturday Night Shows. 106.7 WJFK. Check. Here's the situation. On RadioHideout.com, by the way, uh, we have a Hideout Fantasy Football League. Yep. And whoever has the fewest stunts, uh, actually, whoever has the fewest points in the week ends up losing. This week's loser... Was none other than our mighty producer. I think I'm coming back. Tommy Bateman. Uh, well, you lost. You know, you can't. You're, all your players are done. Uh, um, I think I still have a chance, though. Shut up. You lost this week. What is your stunt? Uh, getting shocked with an electric dog collar. <laughs> and by the way, this was his own idea. He has a dog, which he loves to death. Good for him. Good dog. And uh, I don't know why he would use a shot collar on a dog that he loves. Actually, uh, I used it on her once, and I was like, this is inhumane. I'm never using this on her. So I'm using it on me and Carol tomorrow. What? Carol's going to do it, too? Yep. All right, you guys are going to go back and forth uh, shocking each other yep. with the dog. Uh, now why don't you just give each other the shocker? <laughs> <laughs> I think they have to have another uh, no. entry point. No. Oh, oh, okay, fine, whatever. All right, so that'll happen on tomorrow's show? I think it would be more uncomfortable if they didn't. Okay, yeah, I hear you. Yes. All right, cool. We'll uh, we'll look forward to Bateman paying up tomorrow. Thank you, sir. Bye. <sighs> and as it turns out, Dubs, this week... Was the very last week of Fantasy Football. On RadioHideout.com in the Fantasy Football League, it's myself, you, Bateman, um, um, Mantan, Sid Cada, Bad Monkey... Matt Albert. And the reason it's the last week. Cameron. Yeah. The reason it's the last week of fantasy football for us is because we did it on a playoff system where you can't do the playoff system while the NFL's doing playoffs because. Not all your players yeah. are playing. Yeah. So. So anyway, but then um, if it, it ends today, Pimp Juice, who, by the way, week one scored maybe the most points that have been scored all year. I mean, he had like 130, 140 some. It was insane the amount of points he had. Was talking trash to everyone mm -hmm. that he would never do a stunt and he was going to go undefeated. And I the, didn't say I was going undefeated. In the Karma League, he has done the most stunts. And as of today, the final day, you lose. Yep. You have the fewest points, meaning you have to do the mother of all stunts here in the hideout. Okay? We've joked about it being oral yeah. to, to a guy. Yeah. 
I wouldn't be surprised after all the stuff I've done. Seriously, would not be surprised. And you're, and you know what? You're a good sport. You looked, you looked Corolla's bare chest. Yeah. Um, you punched yourself in the sack. Mm-hmm. Slap you, yourself in the face. You, um, there what was, else done? I'm sure there was some no, other. There was, there was another one, but uh, Corolla took it for me. He shaved his legs. Oh, when he came up with that really lame bit with Hot Jen? Yeah. With Porno Dan was here? Yeah. yeah. All right, here's the thing, Dubs. Here's what I'm proposing. I've got a couple of things. I am proposing, and Bateman, I was talking to him last night, for the mother of all stunts, here's what I propose to you. We can't let you give oral to a guy. Thank God. As, Thank God. As Unless much, you want to. No, as, no much, as much as Corolla begged and pleaded because he has been with no one ever, <laughs> we uh, we just can't allow that. What if he wears a wig? <laughs> you know what? Speaking of that, Bateman pulled some more clips from this pornocopia thing. It's uh, chicks with D's. Uh-huh. And I'm watching it. He's showing it to me before we go on the air. I don't know what it is I'm watching, first of all. The chick was hot. Really? I mean, I'm talking smoking, banging. I'm, I'm into very few Latin chicks. This chick had that Latin look where she was just seriously... Uh, she was great. But she had a... Uh, yeah, um, put this microphone to shame. I'm not nice. kidding you. Good for her. Him. Born Peter. Yeah, born Peter and... That's odd. <laughs> Ironic, you think? Yeah, like, usually you know you can kind of tell it's, it's a guy. Yeah, they have, like, the... This one either had incredible plastic surgery, because I was like, wow. You're seeing him dance around. Like when you first start now, like, now do they do they tell you at first or do they let you on to think, hey, this is a chick? I think they flashed up transsexual performer of the year. But anyway, we, we have clips from it, and we'll have to. Yeah, even even the voice doesn't sound like a guy either. I'm, I'm telling you, Amazing. first of all, we'll play you the clips tomorrow because it's funny as hell. But Dubs, I want you to watch it too, and you think that you would uh, choose Bowley Spears? I think Bowley would uh, run for the money. Definitely. And also, this special was also had, um, I have two quick clips from uh, an obese porn called, I think it was like, Bigger, Fatter, Uglier. I thought it was Bigger, Fatter, oh, no, Balder. It was, yeah, Balder. <laughs> it was, it's the Belcher story. <laughs> <laughs> and it I'm also, just jerking your chain, brother. I'm just jerking your chain. It was basically an all-fetish special and also has, um, I don't even know if I can say the guy's last name, but I'm sure. Don't worry about it. Uh, the guy's name's Dave something, and uh, he's the oldest porn star. He's 64 years old and has started in over 500 sex scenes. So we'll we'll get to those tapes tomorrow because we just don't have time today. And he's uh, our intern, Ogre. Yes, <laughs> that would be Ogre. <laughs> What's wrong, Belcher? If I did porn, do you think I'd do this show? Yes, you would. <laughs> Definitely. Right, you come in here pimping your stuff. So anyway, oh, getting back to the fantasy football real fast. Yeah. Because we also have the tapes that we have to play. Um... In fantasy football, here's what I have proposed. I have come up with a stunt medley. All right? I don't like the sound of this. We have done, including this week's, we will have done uh, 13 stunts in the hideout for the Hideout Fantasy Football League. Uh, now, I can't name them all, but, I mean, you name some of the ones you did. Dubs used my cup as a shot glass. I snorted, snorted hot sauce. sauce. There was me getting tickled with a marital aid. There was chair shots. There was a bunch of stuff that we... Uh, the Icy Hot. Um, getting Cameron left in here by himself. Right. Here's what I'm proposing. You have to do all of them. Oof. In a row. 
Not only do you have to do all of them, uh huh, you have to complete all of them within 15 minutes. If they aren't complete within 15 minutes, then you will go on to the other stunt, which is a 30-second man kiss. With who? Corolla. Corolla. Oh, God. Lip to lip, tongue to tongue. Oh, God. So you got to get all those stunts done. Or oh, That's not happening. That's not happening. Yeah. No, it's not. I swear. It's not happening. That's gay. That's gay. You think? That's seriously gay. You think so? They no, that's disgusting. I'm make... not doing that. Hey. I'm not hey. making out with a dude. Hey. Calm down, all right? It's not disgusting. It can be beautiful. No, it's not beautiful. I'm not gay. I'm not making out with a dude. Hold on a second. Well, then what you need to do is cheer Pim Juice on. Yes. I'm not making out with him. Well, you that's will get, be. That's yet to be seen. Hold on a second. Helo text back in the hideout. He says he saw the pornocopia thing. You there, man? Yeah, what's going on, guys? Did you see that on HBO? Dude, the, the chick with the, with the D. Right. That's balls, dude. I mean, hot. She was. Now, she, I mean, now, hot. would you? Yes, I'm telling you. If she had, if I wouldn't have seen anything, there's no doubt, okay. man. Wait, she's still hot though. So really? even even if you, if I knew, yeah. Nah, no, I don't think I could. I don't know what about a little uh, mouth action? I'm well. At that point, at that point, on if she keeps it tucked away. No, I was hanging out. No, no. How about? How about she's just she's naked. Everything's uh, out there for you to see, and you're just making out with her. No, no, no. All right, thank you, Hilo. We're gonna have those tapes tomorrow, brother. Thank HJ. You. No. The thing is, uh, on the special, they lead kind you to believe hand. they lead you to believe that she only is in the guys, but apparently she also has women too. Sometimes right. at the same time. All right, let me... God, should I tease the other thing? This, these tapes are so goddamn good. Um, What's the other thing? Well, let's just say she says mostly straight guys are into her, and they always say, I'm not touching that extra thing you have, lady. They do. All right, but that's it. I'm going to leave it there, and you guys got to listen to the tapes tomorrow on the hideout. Tune in for that tomorrow. Mm. Now, uh, so, Pimp Juice? Yep. The stunt medley mm -hmm. completed in 15 minutes, all 13 stunts. Now, now how are we going to do all 13 stunts in 15 minutes when we left uh, um, Cameron in the studio for 10? We'll, uh, we'll minimize it. Okay, we'll minimize it. One minute. He only has to do it one minute. Okay. Or he has to do it 10 minutes, and he has five minutes to complete the other 12. Or he's doing that while completing the stunts. No, nah, I'd rather describe it. Okay. Um... All right, but we can work out those details. Yeah. We may even throw you a couple of extra minutes. All right. But is that cool with you? Yeah, I'll take it like a man. Now, here's the other thing, all right? Because when I found out we ended today, I was kind of disappointed. Uh-huh. Because there are still four more weeks of football. Mm hmm And I love doing the stunts as it is. You know what I mean? I love having everybody compete every week. Mm -hmm. I think it's good for the show, that right. kind of stuff. I am willing to extend through week 17. In fact, if you go to RadioHideout.com right now, I changed the poll finally after a year. Uh, there's a new poll up on RadioHideout.com. What should happen to the Hideout Fantasy Football League? Continue through week fi week 17 or stop now? PJ does the stunt medley. People can vote as it is right now. Now, I know you rigged the whole intern thing with all your friends no, voting. No, But here's, the, here's what we're going to do. Here's what we're going to do. We have nine people in the Fantasy Football League. 
Or is it 10? I think it's 10. Yeah, I think it's it's 10. I am willing to take a vote. I'm going to the council. If they want to continue, you're spared. Right. Until the end. Everybody gets a vote except for PJ because he's the one. So we will have a decisive winner no matter what. So we. Will, I was thinking my vote will count as two. No. Thanks. Yours can count as two. Or yours counts as two minus three. All right, that's getting too complicated. PJ, you're out. Okay. All right? All right, so let's do this. I, Bateman, I need you to get on the phone with everybody and find out what we're going to do. I'll tell you this now. I'm willing to take the votes now, first of all. Let's take the votes within the studio of Wrestling <laughs> Mania. Matt Albert, you're on the air. I can't take four more weeks. So, Matt, <laughs> you want it to end? I, I, it's too much worrying. And, <laughs> and when you talk to Tommy on Saturday, you get all tense. Yeah. He's just worrying you. It's like, oh, this guy could get injured. I don't know who to play. I could play the wrong guy. He could get 30 points. And, I could, and the guy I'm playing could get 10. Yeah, he's such a little worrier. Um, Tommy, your vote. Uh, ends right now. You say it ends right now. Bad Monkey, your vote. I'm torn because I right now have the number, I'm the top points, but I can't get into the playoffs. <laughs> yeah. So, that, to me, there's no playoffs because you don't win any money in the end. It's about who gets the ultimate in degradation. Okay, then screw it. I'm done. You're ending. <laughs> you bastard. Doesn't look good, PJ. Now, wait, wait, wait. I almost called you BJ. I'm well, sorry, it's PJ. So, we have, we have three votes to end it. Wow. All right, who else do we have? Um, who else is out in the team? Uh, Call Cameron. Monkey Man. Cameron. Monkey Man. Mo- we need Monkey Man. I vote for Mantan. Mantan. Cameron. Cameron. I'm guaranteeing Cameron votes to end it. Yeah. Uh, Dubs and Hefe. Sid. Oh, and Sid. Sid I forgot yeah. about Sid. Oh, you know he wants to do the stunts. Dubs, what are you going to say? I want to wait. I want to ride it out. Thank you. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you, Dove. You just want to wield some little power there, don't no, you? No, I'm not saying I want to. I want to wait to vote. Oh. Oh. I thought you meant I'm done. <laughs> I, I want to be the deciding vote here. You do, don't. I'm yeah. not going to let you. I'll be the deciding vote. You want to be Ohio. Oh, paper, rock, scissor for it. Yeah. Uh, I'm Ohio. You're for I'm it. undecided right now. <laughs> Everybody <laughs> talk to me. I can be swayed. Uh, Dove, hmm. I do have a nice uh, Michigan State jersey ready to come to my house. What number? One. Charles Rogers. No. Nope. Yeah, right. Charles Rogers was number one. Yep. Mm. Cameron, we're deciding now if we end the Fantasy Football League and, and PJ does the stunt medley or if we continue through week 17 and get more stunts out of it for the show. Right. What do you What do you decide? Are you vote to end it or continue? End it and uh, risk being the lowest score. Which, by the way, is a very real possibility for you because you were in second to last place. I say end it. All right. <laughs> See, his people are good. Uh, will you stop it? That's twice now you've done something like how that. How many uh, end it? Is there four? That's four. We only oh, need one, one more, more to end, end it. it. All right. Thank you, Cameron. Sorry to wake you up, brother. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Our operations manager, Cameron Gray. Coming through. 30-second man kiss on the line. Can we get a hold of Sid Kata? Can we get a hold of Mantan? We only need one more vote, really. Dubs, and you can be the deciding I can, vote. I can end it right now. The, yes, Ogre. Uh, just talk to Mantan. He should be talking to you guys in just a moment. All right. I'm excited about hearing from Mantan now. This is nerve-wracking. Ooh, the anticipation. Because, PJ, you got to complete Matt? you gotta, <laughs> you got to complete all the stunts within 15 minutes. If you don't, you're making out with Corolla for 30 seconds. And Corolla's excited for it. 
He was begging for the oral. You hear him yelling in the back? <laughs> What's wrong? It's not happening, man. It's so happening. No, it's not. I've done why? enough. I've suffered enough, and I'm not doing that gay thing. It's, That's gay. Why did you get that I'm gay haircut, I'm not making out with a gay. Yeah, why do you have that haircut? Ding. It's okay, dude. No, it's not, because I'm not gay. I don't want to stick my... Oh, God. <laughs> Oh. You may not want to, but you're gonna. Oh, I think a guy was two segments on the Kyle and Al show today. Yeah, it was on Mr. Slave and Mr. Slave on the Deuce Deuce. Mantan's in the hideout. Mantan, do we end it or do we continue? Come on, Ask Mantan. Tommy Bateman about how much I care about this uh, league. I think you should just end it. I mean, hell yeah. How oh. participated as it is. That's, that's five votes. All right, Mantan says end it. Mantan, I thank you for your participation in the league. I can let you hit on my chick up there Friday night, too. And Mantan. Who, who hit on your chick? I, Mantan, <laughs> I, appreci- I appreciate you. you being out there, man. Thank you, sir. No problem. All right, man. There it is. Five to nothing. Five votes were needed. Five votes for Garnered. Pimp Juice, the Radio Hideout Fantasy Football League is over, and you will be performing the stunt medley. Now tell me, how did you fall so far from being the top scorer of week one? Very interesting. Um, each and every week, I was talking to the junkies online. They are on AOL. Their mail's through AOL. First right. mistake. <laughs> every week, I'm like, oh, who should I start? Uh, Brady or Vic? Um, whichever running backs, whichever receivers. Each and every week, the guys that I picked, or they told me to pick, just sucked. Duh. So you mean the jock sniffers led you astray? Exactly. You mean the guy that you mean the guys that don't play sports, or if they do play sports, they play against women and refuse to uh, man up. All right, you know what? Yeah, I want to save it for tomorrow. I'm going to save it for tomorrow. I'm going to save it for tomorrow. <laughs> All right, uh, there it is, Matt Albert. Thank you, sir. Does he want to brag now like he did the first week? All right, beat it. You're, you're going to be kissing the woman. I'm going to be kissing the man. All right, shut up. the man. When do you want to do it? I will let you set the date. I say we do it next week. Next week? All right. Gives you a chance to run it, uh, your own obstacle course. Yeah. You need to go into training. <laughs> yeah. 13 stunts, 15 minutes. For a 30-second man kiss with our very own intern Alex Carolla. Oh, this is going to be great. It really is going to be great. Carolla, get in here real fast. Some moronathon. All right, now I'm getting votes from everybody else. Uh, I just got a vote from Sid and Monkey Man who wanted to continue. Dubs, you told me you wanted to continue and I wanted to continue, so yeah. it's five to four. It really I is voted a- for you. I expect that uh, Michigan State jersey no, coming real soon. It really is a shame. Corolla? What? <laughs> Do me a favor. What? Just real fast. Hold your hand up. Like this. I want you to make out with your hand so PJ knows what he's playing for. I'm not doing it. I'm not making out with him. I'll make out with my hand. Make out with your hand. Mm. No, let me see a little thumb. <laughs> like you like it. Like mm. like it's a guy. It's my hand. It's fine. Mm. All right, now imagine it's PJ. No, it's not going to happen. And I'm why? It's not going to happen. Why? That's disgusting. Well, then That's you're gay. Then don't worry I, about I'm it. I'm still disturbed from when he had to lick the turducken off me. I'm serious, <laughs> man. That's really messed up. Oh, by the head. way, that is one of the stunts that will have to be performed again. How about we do this, Dubs? <laughs> How about in the obstacle course, since Corolla lost in the league too, it's Corolla versus Pimp Juice. No, I didn't lose. I'm not even and the loser it. has to make out with the other one. <laughs> For a minute. I've already done them all, so I win. All right. You get to make out with them. Congratulations. All right, let's take a break. We'll come back. You could do it like this, my friend. You could just say, screw the medley. I'll just kiss him now. 
Nope. Not happening. I never, nothing. No. Come on, dude. Just make it happen. And they're chasing each other out of the room. We'll take, I'm telling you, that offer's open if you can convince him. We'll take, otherwise he has to do it. We'll take a break. <laughs> we'll come back and swap some more spit. <laughs> Belcher, you're okay? Yes, yes. All right. So, oh, oh, what does your lady think about this? I didn't even think about no, that. No. I'm sorry. All right. How about we do this? I got an amendment. Real quick amendment, dubs. If he doesn't do it, and he refuses to allow um, Corolla to do the man kiss, Corolla gets to kiss your nah, chick for a minute. This. No? <laughs> Are you sure? Now Corolla's all lit up. Yeah, let's Can't. do it. Let's do <laughs> no it. No chance. No chance. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wish you had talked him out of being in the league. I wish you had helped him instead of Monster and creating his team, but he signed up for this, and he knew oh, what yeah, I had to not, do. I, I've been talking to him. Right. He won't return my calls anymore. Why? Return of, uh, <laughs> because Honor I've been Fez. threatening him on the voicemail. To kick his ass. Exactly. I'm going back down to New Orleans. Right. Is there anyone here in here, honey, that you would be willing to kiss for a minute? If it wasn't Corolla? Because I know he's disgusting. No. Dubs? No. Wolfie? No. Oddball? No. Then Corolla it is. Half a? No. Again? All right, let's take a break. Bateman. Bateman's a good-looking guy. Bateman is the good one. Where the hell does Belcher fit in this? It's tough because you're... T <laughs> Look at the guys lining up at the door now. You're taller than him, and Bateman will have to stand on his tippy toes. My kisses taste like gummy bears. Uh, can you imagine? You are a gummy bear. <laughs> Let's take a break. We'll come I back. Sweet. It's the Hideout 106.7. Uh, it's WJFK. The Hideout. L.F.A. and J.Dub. The Hideout Weekend Mixtape. The best of the past week and the old Saturday night shows. 106.7 W.J.F.K. We had the Lulu's live gig on Friday night. Thank you to everybody who came out. Thank you to Budweiser, IndependenceAirFlyer.com. You, Mantan, and Private Pile took a limo. Mm -hmm. Out to Lulu's. Where'd you guys meet up? That is correct. We, we met over at the local watering hole that, that, that Mantan works out over there at Thursdays. At so Thursdays? We were, we were local close by. And nice enough, even though they can't hear us there because they got XM now. But um, now, I told you I wanted you to dress like a clown. Months. That That is correct. I was I was Clarabelle. I was, I was Clarabelle from head to toe. And you were great, man. You walked in dressed as a clown. I did it more as a thing of I want to see Ogre dressed as a clown because it would be fun for us. And I think the people who were there at Lulu's enjoyed it. They were a little weirded out, but that was also kind of the point, too. Why is a grown man, by grown we mean a veteran of World War I, um, dressed in a clown outfit? And I think it worked for you. You pulled it off really well. Thank you. Thank you. I mean, I've been to clown college. Did you see a lot of people like that in the Korean conflict? Especially, by the way, when um, they didn't do that in the Armada, did they? The Spanish Armada? <laughs> the Inquisition. Um, uh, especially, though. No, you... no clowns attacked the Alamo, did they? <laughs> you, we're sitting next to the lone survivor. <laughs> he got out through the special tunnels in San Antonio they don't tell you the about. The basement. Right. The basement of the Alamo. There's no basement of the Alamo. <laughs> so anyway, um, you had the smarts, because you're a good intern, our favorite intern, our straightest intern. You had the smarts to take a tape recorder with you because you knew you would be in a limo with Private Pile and Mantan. 
as they say, radio gold. Um, so what's this first one? Uh, your dress is. Let me just set it up like this. Your dress is a clown. That's right. And you're sitting next to Mantan and Private Pilot. I'm in, I'm, I'm in the back seat. It was it was a Lincoln Town Car, but I'm in the back seat with Mantan and and, and Private Pilot's up front, sitting next to next next to our driver. Okay, let's hear this. Right what is this damn clown doing? His Thursdays, man, and messing with my what clown? Clowns freak private pilot out. Oh really? Yeah. Oh my god! Yeah. I'm gonna get killed. Thank you, Hefe. Yeah, <laughs> I don't like that. And Kane doesn't like when private pilots freak down. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! Right, help. Uh, <laughs> help me. All right, now <laughs> now private pile is a friend who has a split personality, Kane, who protects Private Pile. And we've seen Kane come out, um, most notably when Rita and Tia turned him down for a uh, for marriage. Yeah. Um, he was ready to kill them. Very uncomfortable moment here because I realized that it went from just kidding around to he's looking at me and making eye contact, and he's very, very serious at this point. So if you can notice, like, my, my voice kind of changes. Because whenever it's Private Pile, he's kind of goofy, uh, happy-go-lucky, but when he switches into Kane, he's like a rabid dog. It was strange. It was very uncomfortable. And so he was looking back at you with those, because we've seen him punch the brick wall outside. And it, and it was one of those things that he turned into? Very real. And and then what happened from there is, is that I asked him, I said, well, how did this all get started with your fear of clowns or your, your hatred of clowns? Because a lot of people have this. Mm-hmm. In fact, there was a chick at the bar, Lulu's, who had it. And I kept honking your horn, and she kept jumping. Like, every 30 seconds, we were honking the horn. Out of her skin jumping. All right. here. So now we hear why Private Pile slash Kane is afraid of clowns. So, Pyle, let me ask you this seriously. You have issues with clowns? Yes, I do. You want to know why? Uh, sure. Since we're in a closed-in car and I, I can't yeah, really jump out right now. Sleep right now. Oh, okay, good. Yeah. Let's not disturb Kane with us. Well, my brothers and sisters had a clown mask just like that. Oh. Okay. And I'm they put it, right they torment it with me, put it that way. They would come in my room at night when I was sleeping and they would just come and just my face and stuff and uh, they'd uh, put it in my window and I'd turn off the shades in the morning and the clown mask would be there and stuff like that. So How many brothers and sisters do you have? I, I have uh, uh, two sisters and okay. uh, one younger brother okay. and they're all deceased. Uh, oof. Do you have... Because of the clown? Yes, because of the clown torture. All right, now I don't know if that's real or not. Um, but, but very uncomfortable. But nonetheless, he's looking at you with these, these killer eyes saying, I... I killed my family because of the cl- the clown torture. And we're doing 60 on 66. There's no way, you know, I could even beat feet. It's no, there's not even a stoplight within sight, you know. But he's in the front seat, so you feel kind of so safe I got right a little, now? I got, about, I got about three feet between us. So. Now, I noticed you were doing a voice at the beginning. Did you stop with the voice? Very much so. I stopped with <laughs> I stopped with the comedy as soon as I figured out that this guy wasn't kidding. <laughs> now, I guess Pyle has to relax. So this is him relaxing, J-Dubs. And now we're back with more of Clown Car Confession. Pyle here has just made a revelation to me about his medication. Pyle, what was that? This is my high time. My Paxil of 40 milligrams is making me, it's my high time. I'm like I'm on marijuana. So it's kind of kicking in right now, yeah, huh? I'm you? all giddy and stuff. So you're feeling like you're not wanting to kill the clown right now? No, I'm, a, I'm cool with, I'm down with the clown. Cool, he's down with the clown, and I am greatly relieved. <laughs> all right, so there's you and your little horn. Uh, it's the hideout. Hideout 106.7 WJFK. Hefe uh, and Dubs recapping the trip that Lulu's um, to Lulu's by Mantan, Private Pile slash Kane, and our intern Ogre, who is dressed as a clown. The trip that you guys had to Lulu's in the uh, in the town car.
Um, car. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I wanted to change. I wanted to change the mood. At this point, I wanted to change the mood and kind of get get off of of, of those things that that were scaring him. And I want to talk about something happy. So sex. Pretty much. All right. Here, Private Pile talks about sex, Jada. Out at the Asian parlors, you know the massages. Uh, how did that go? Oh, it goes great. You should get some opium. The shower table, you know. The, really? Oh, the shower. Table. They give you a little rub a dub dub in the tub. Rub a dub in the tub, you know. Right. It's nice. They give you the happy ending to go with it. Some mouthwash, you know, and. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so how did that work out for? You? I mean, what does that, what does that stuff like that cost? Oh, uh, uh, sixty, but now it's up to seventy bucks now. So you, you've Look been out. In the yellow pages. Oh, yeah, okay, no pun intended. Oh. What's what's up with Yucca's the joke? Clown. Yeah, I got you. I understand. Yeah, you're working. You're stealing Yucko's bit. Um, wow, I didn't know you went to uh, the parlors. Have you ever thought about that, Dumps? Uh, yeah, I mean, there were plenty of them in Jackson. Yeah. Near, near where we used to work. And they even had one called what was it Oriental East or Oriental Spa? Yeah. And it was like, you know, truckers welcome yeah. open till 4 a.m. You're like, hmm, that isn't too obvious. But did you never made it inside? No, one? Uh, we used to work with a guy named Cash O'Reilly. I remember Cash and the Down Daddies or Down, whatever. And the Downright Daddies, the, yeah, the band. This band, they're actually pretty good. Yeah. And uh, he uh, he he used to go to them all the time. Um, I do remember that he said he would go to them all the time. All right, here we go. Now you guys, you guys, you talked about the clowns. You're into sex. And uh, your listeners are the hideout, so it gets a little gay? Right. Mantan poses a very interesting question and has a forum right about this point. All right. Gay, I gotta ask. gay for pay. Kyle. Yeah. Yeah? What? No, man. Wow. What? You volunteer. No. Gay for pay. No, man. No? I mean, no, what no. kind of money? We, everybody's got its price. What are we talking about here? Nothing. $100,000. You're doing gay safe. $100,000 cast in a suitcase. The man knows nothing of it. Right on the spot? On the spot. <laughs> He's noodling it. As, as, soon as, as soon as white gold, you get your cash out. White gold. <laughs> get back to me later. In the <laughs> Would you have clown on clown sex for... Uh, as long as I got to keep the makeup on and I got to say about a half million, um, probably not. <laughs> I'll do it for $15. Fifteen bucks. <laughs> Fifteen bucks in a one-way bus, and, and bus transfer. And a t-shirt. <laughs> I do have 15 bucks, a loaf of bread, a t-shirt, and some hot lotto tickets. I'm good. And, and, a, and, a, and, a, book of, and a book of stamps. Um, he's wanting to sell himself for that t-shirt like crossbar is. That's nice. Mantan's easy. It's a, the Hideout 106.7 WJFK, half and dubs, and we're listening to this recap. All right, Bateman says that was uncomfortable. Now, I know he was also weirded out when we were talking about the gay for pay last week. <laughs> <laughs> now, Bateman, are you saying you want to step in for Corolla if uh, PJ loses? Hello? Hello? Oh, we lost the connection. Even though he's back in the back, and it's a landline, and it's an inside connection, he lost the, he lost the line. Um, all right, now, I guess this is the end of the show. Here we are, J-Dubs, at the end of the show, and it was at Lulu's, and, um, well... Uh, Ogre sits down with me. I'm looking at a patch here on Hefe's wrist. 
and um, some severely bruised, bruised nads. How you feeling there, Hefe? I don't know what's worse. The fact that I got the nair pulled out. Ow. And by the way, there are very few things on my body that I like. My arms are one of them. And the hair was, god damn it, as I look at this. I would have rather they punched me in the nads like three times. As opposed to pulling out the hair from the from my forearm. You look like you got the mange there, dude. I gotta go buy a watch. <laughs> That's what I want for Christmas, a watch. We did this whole thing out at Lulu's. Nair was involved. Stripping Corolla, Dubs. How was? Did you get a chance to look at your nether reasons? Yeah, there's a, a lot of red bumps. Oh, sorry. and that's just the herpes. Yeah. Uh, well, I don't have any hair to cover it anymore. <laughs> I, I used to go shaggy to hide the warts. Um, mm. So anyway, as it turns out, I said as a thank you gift to Corolla, I was going to let him nair me. But first, I made him put on the bra, and I guess that's where it all went wrong. Because while I'm trying to find the bra, uh, he comes up with the idea of ripping off the nair and then punching me uh, in the jingle balls. And it hurt uh, to the point where I felt like I had to evacuate. (laughs) I think I even said that. I feel like I have to evacuate. Just running through. So Corolla... In honor of Polly Loose Bowels, tomorrow during the show, we're going to do the following. I hate that I am announcing this at the end of the show, but. You're going to make out with PJ. Not happening. <laughs> Sorry. So here's what's going to happen tomorrow, brother. Tomorrow, uh, at some point during the show, we are going to give out your phone number. What? In honor of Polly Loose Bowels, maybe he'll call you. No. We're going to give out your phone number. Here's the situation. This is your punishment for punching me, the host, in the nads. How can if you do a, that? If a girl calls you, if a girl calls you, yeah, seriously, I would expect something like that from Dubs or Bateman, not you. And this is why we're going to do this. We give out your phone number on the air, the entire oh, thing, why? once. If a girl calls you, one of our female listeners, within five minutes, you only have to get punched in the nuts once. <laughs> This work out because you're gonna get a chick to call you, maybe. Yeah, right. A girl will call you. Like that'll happen. If the girl does not call you within five minutes, you get punched in the nads three times. How does this work out? Three times, because I said I wish they'd punch me three times. That getting shocked by the dog collar, the uh, discussion about the uh, football game with the flunkies, and a lot of stuff we didn't get to tonight. We'll have to cover in tomorrow's show. And more talk about how excited Corolla is for to almost make out with a guy. Not happening. Maybe. Oh, it'll happen. No, I am not gay. Out the guy. Say it again. No. Say it one more no. time. I'm not doing it. Say it. Not I'm, not, what? I'm not. Not doing I'm what? I'm not kissing PJ. I'm not. I'm not making out with him. All right. It's not gonna happen. It's not gonna happen. I'm not doing it. That's gay. Seriously, gay. It's okay. That's disgusting. Hey. You know the phrase in the hideout, gay is okay. Nah, not with me, then you do it. I don't have to. I didn't lose in Radio Hideout. I didn't lose either. I've had to do every stunt. And it's only appropriate you do this. Yeah. You know, I remember the old Corolla who would do anything for the yeah, show. Yeah, anything, as long as it's good now for it, That's disgusting. Now that's gay. Now it's the Mr. Slave and Mr. Slave show. Yeah, why don't you ask me to go shoot someone? Oh, it's for the show. Just go put a bull on his head. Don't worry about the cops, I man. Don't, I don't think that's anywhere on the same level. That's yeah. not gay. Oh, Sid would do it. Well, let's call him. I'm up. the master of the dildo.
Let's take a break. Come back. It's the hideout. 106.7 WJFK. Weekend mixtape. Mixtape. The best of the past week and the old Saturday night shows on 106.7 WJFK. On RadioHideout.com, we have a fantasy football league that we did. Uh, it is over now. Whoever does the, uh, whoever gets the fewest amount of points that weekend has to do a stunt. Here's another way of being innovative if you want to take note, flunkies. It's not fun to talk about fantasy football because most people don't care unless there's degradation at the end. And that's what we specialize in, degradation. So here's our producer, Tommy Bateman. Who did you start this week, Tommy? Chargers. Ah, Chargers quarterback? Yeah. And this didn't work out for you, huh? They got me three points. All right. Well, <laughs> uh, thank that was That was your big... Uh... Your big then mistake. Isaac Bruce got one point. All right. Useless. Calm down. Now, And what's great Fire. about this is that you don't even care about football. No. Now you do. No. Well, you will now. He did even more. <laughs> Except on Sundays with Redskins postgame show. Oh, that's right, because you do that. Okay, here we go, J-Dubs. We, um, we have a... Uh, an electric dog? Is it an electric dog collar? Yeah, Tommy, because you lost the you lost the stunt this week, or you lost the uh, league. Yeah. So you decided you're going to shock yourself with your dog's shock collar, right? Yeah. Have you done this to your dog before? Once, like four years ago, and I decided never to do it to her again. Because why? Why are you putting it on your neck? Are you really going to do it on your neck? That's where we have to do it. It's a no, collar. I'm putting it on my leg. No, no it's a collar. Come on, guys. Uh, I am not comfortable with you putting it on your neck at all. No, Dubs. Let's do it right. No, J-Dubs, I'm begging you. I'm, look, I know we want to be funny. and we want No, take it off your neck. Dude, it could hit a nerve, an artery, and really F this you is, up. This is what they do for uh, no. dogs. I'll put it on the back. Come on, please. You could really screw yourself up, man. Yes, Oddball. I just want to see his head bounce off the console when he passes out. <laughs> God damn it, man. You're insane. <laughs> Jesus. All right, it is now around. Now, why did you put it on? I want to test this thing out. I want to see how tough it is. Now, there's seven levels on this thing. Yeah. I want to see what level they have to do it on. Now, Corolla, you were shaking. shaking in the corner. Why? Anticipation. Could be. I, I, don't, I don't like electricity. Why? I got shocked as a kid. I got shocked a couple of years ago at work. What happened? I was uh, fixing the uh, ice cream machine. Hey, does this look nasty to you? <laughs> ah, <dude. laughs> All right, Dubs is now testing. Was that a level one? That was level one. I think we need a little bit higher. How do I do that? Just keep hitting C. Hold it down. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, now, Corolla, you... So you... Now, what happened to you? Uh... I, you don't realize until you're done, but then my arms were, like, numb, my back hurt a little bit, and my head just felt kind of fuzzy. All right, now, Dubs, you just did another one. Level three, I just did. How was that? Um, I think we need to go up another level. What? God damn it, dude. Ah! Oh, wait, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I, if I held it, it, uh... It's supposed to, but maybe not. <laughs> it just did me, like, three times level three. <laughs> oh, all right, you're in. <laughs> All right, you know what? Because people for some reason aren't going to be able to hear the sound effect. Let me see if I can find something to uh, at least accommodate them for those of you listening at home. All right, really? You... Okay. Um, uh, what level I, I, I are you wanna, on? I'm on level three. I want to move it up though. All right, help him move it up. You're supposed to just hold down C, which is also the one that triggers. <laughs> 
Okay. Now, here's what I need you guys to do. When you get shocked, at least yell. You know what I mean? At least make uh, Well, when it's right on your neck, you just kind of all tighten up, and I can't really yell. All right, here's what I want you to do then. Oh, if he holds the microphone, could that cause any issue? I don't know. Let's find out. All right, no. oh, hold on. No, Crowley goes first then. I'm taking off my, uh, I'm taking off my headphones, and I'm just talking away from the microphone. Go. Ah. <laughs> all right, this is great. Okay. So, you're. Uh, what did you make it up to? Level four? Yeah, I think so. Wait, now it's not even working. Dubs, you got all the fun. Is that smoking? Now, it doesn't seem as if it's hurting you, J-Dubs. Uh, it, it's more of a just a tight... Uh, at least when it's on your neck, it just tightens up all the muscles in your neck. It's jarring. It makes you like want to get the hell away from, from what it is. Go level seven. <laughs> <laughs> now he's stomping around in the corner. Corolla, would you like to go first? No, man, please. I'm begging of you. Seriously. It doesn't even look like it hurts, J-Dubs. I, I don't know what it is, man. It's one of those things. You know, it's, you know what this could do? This could help you get over your fear. Dubs is now in the corner doing a dance. It doesn't look good. I worry that it's not translating on the air. Who cares? I'm having fun. It really is a blast. Wait, no. you got to imagine Dubs. All right, so Dubs, you've done your, you've paid your dues. Yeah. What level uh, did you make it up to? I think four, uh, but, you know, I really can't tell. Okay. You guys are going on level five. What? Oh, no, come on. I'm, I'm serious. I tried yeah, to please. crank it up. I think I've got it up the whole way, maybe. All right. It might be up the whole way because on, I don't think I can get it up any higher. To me. Tommy Neck. Do it on neck. the neck. Now, you keep complaining oh. that you have back issues. <laughs> yeah, Dubs, in fact, why don't you hold on oh, to it? No. I think that would be If easier. I get shocked when I'm not expecting it, that counts as three. Fine, that's fine. you got to do a minimum of five. It's the hideout 106.7. Why don't you try the front of your neck? No. <laughs> as uh, Bateman is paying off his radio hideout fantasy football league. Figure out the best play the least. All right, here's the thing. you got to answer a question that I ask you. What? Let's see if you can talk while we're doing this. And Dubs has a big fat neck, doesn't he? Because you're tiny over there. No, he's perfect size. Yeah. Oh, that's right. He's perfect. And you're a little heavy. Way. So you got to loosen it up a little bit. Now, Dubs, Dubs, how, is, now, Dubs how did it feel? It, it felt uh, just like, you know, you feel like a, a little bit of a pinch, and then everything just tightens up around your neck. Pretty now, nice. Now, Tommy, I know you have anxiety issues. Yeah. How tight is it on you? You got it pretty tight? Yeah, unfortunately. All right. All right, Corolla. Wait. Hold on. <laughs> What's wrong? Corolla, hold his hand while he does. Oh. No! Now, Corolla is shaking in the corner. Get a get a photo of that. I'm starting to shake too now. Why are you shaking, Corolla? You really look as if, like... like <laughs> he looks like he's going to puke. He's like Rain Man. <laughs> sitting there in the corner. He, he, he's a great driver. He likes to drive cars. He already looks like he's been shocked. <laughs> All right, ba right Baven, are you ready? No, wait. Hold on. I need time to prepare. <laughs> One. No, wait. Two. No. Three. Ah! <laughs> That's one. What happened? No, no, no. You just keep it on and take all five, and then we'll do the we'll do Corolla at the end. If you can take five, then you guys do more. Yeah. Corolla, you have to match Tommy Bateman. Oh man, I can't. Get on the microphone, asswipe. What do you mean you can't? I can't, man, please. He looks like he had a stroke, and he's like, he's just shaking in the corner. Doesn't hurt, does it? No. All right, now. You didn't do it. Didn't. Ah! <laughs> hey! 
<laughs> Don't fight to take it off. You have to take it off. It keeps going more than once. Well, I, you said it didn't go, so I held on to it a little bit longer. It must have yeah, went three times. Uh, really? No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> We're shocking uh, Tommy. Oh, it's the, uh, what, the hideout, 106.7 WJFK. Shock and awe in the hideout. My skin's melting. All right, put it on your throat. No. Just try it. All right, you try it. I'm not. I won. You Hold got on. a massage for your stunt. I'll put it on my forehead. No, man. I'm real. Dubs, why do you keep doing this? What is, why do you insist? You didn't lose this week, dude. You actually had a great week. Lions played well. They played Arizona. You're going to put it on your forehead? You're going to die, Don't man. Don't do it, man. I just wanted to know, has Tommy ever used this as a sex sex toy? Yeah. How, how long ago did you get this, Tommy? Good question, Oddball. Years ago, my dog was a puppy. Really? Don't do it, man. Dubs, I don't like it around your forehead, brother. That's not good. Do your eyes. <laughs> yeah, put it right, right. there. Well, well it won't fit around my big fat head, so I'll just hold it to it. Are you... All right, you're, you're stupid. What's wrong with you? All right, hold <laughs> He's got it. He added... Uh, he's holding it against his forehead uh, in one hand. Hey, you're like Kane now. <laughs> yeah, it's shock therapy in the hideout. That I hurt? I think it's time for Corolla to try it. <laughs> Rain Man. Please don't, man. Please don't. I'm begging you. This will help you get over it. Can I just get one? All right, just one. On level seven. No, no just one. Fix. Just one. Why are you shaking so bad? I, I, I don't like electricity, man. It's, it's not my... But electricity makes makes things happen. That's what makes the world go round. Uh, You've already got electricity coursing uh, through your vein. Give it away. Give don't, it away. Get hey, I'm serious. You said you'd do one. Get no. away. Get over there. No way. Do you're, one, man. You're bringing no the way, show man. to a grinding halt. I don't hole. like electricity. Do one. Come on, please. I'm begging of you. You just told me you'd do one. I changed my mind. That thing's intimidating looking. All right. Get the sex toy. Get the sex toy. You're not gonna. Uh, you're not gonna put. You're not gonna put that on. Put the sex toy in your mouth, and use it as if it were a toothbrush. And Tommy, you're not done yet. What? You did not finish. You didn't do five. He kept shocking me. You got one more to go. In fact, I'd like this both to happen at the same now, time. No, I. I don't think just using it as a toothbrush is enough. What do you mean? What should he do with the sex toy? Well, I think it's obvious. All right, Corolla, there's your choice. You either use the sex toy for what it's for. Or you get one shock on level four. One. Right? You got to be shaking here in the corner. It's going to be great at RadioHideout.com, but it's not going to do us any good right now in the air. I don't, I'm not, I don't like electricity, man. It's not my thing. Put the sex toy in your mouth. You realize it's been used, right? You actually used it. Yeah. And so did Sid. Get on that mic. Bateman. I'm disappointed in Corolla now. What? He's well, not doing it. He says he has a real fear. Just He's faking. Put the thing on my leg. Neck. No. Arm. Fine. Left arm. Left arm closest to the heart. No. <laughs> put it on the arm. Left arm. You'll be fine. It's going to feel great. This is going to help you overcome. You know how many girls are listening right now thinking, you know what? Those sons of bitches are abusing Corolla again. Here's the difference, though, Corolla. I need you to keep the sex toy in your mouth when you do this. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> Did you just get Tom and Adam? All right. I All love right. it. <laughs> this is, really is fun. We should have done this at the live gig. You know what? I think that uh, 
whatever producer we have in here or intern always has to wear the collar. Oh! So if they got a line on the uh, on the mic, just hit the button on them. I like that. All right, Corolla, put it on your left arm. This is a big fear for Corolla. Yeah. I mean. Oh, put it on for him, Tommy. He's sitting here and he's shaking. I think I have to hold it on. Ah, not there. Over here. <laughs> no, up at the bicep. It's got to be. You need more meat. It's going to hurt. No, man, it's fine. You need meat. Are you going to hold it? <laughs> what? Hold on a second. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong? <laughs> that was priceless. It's the Hideout 106.7 WJFK. Where are you going? We were just shocking. Wait, look at me, Corolla. Are you crying? Oh. Now, was that bad? I, I just don't like it, man. It feels weird. It's just like the touch of a man? It's not Put good it on your neck. Feeling. Put it on your neck. Oh. Come on. On one Put it the, on my arm. It's baby steps, man. One of the boobs. Just one. Oh. Right one. Right. Dude, that was rough enough as it right. is. Man. Right boob, right boob. God, on, I've told you, man. This is like a legitimate fear. Come on, right boob. No. Right. Oh, now what's your other big fear? Taking my shirt off. Let's combine them and get you over all this. No. Yes. Please don't. Please don't. Belly? That's hot. <laughs> He's yelling, please don't? Yeah. Belly. And it'll be over. And, dude, you got a promotion today. You're handling the instant messages. JFK Hyatt at AOL.com. Same for the email. You getting this bad monkey? Pull up the belly. I love the dance that he's doing. Is there something really hot about this? No. <laughs> I don't know. Pull it up. Come on. Pull it up, honey. Pull it up. It's going to hurt. That's too fat. <laughs> no, it's not. It'll be fine. We'll do it on the side. Oh, that's fatter. Oh, on. man. I can't take it there. <laughs> yeah, you'll be fine. <laughs> I can't take it there. You'll be I fine. Said, not enough muscle. Well, you should have been working out. You knew what was going to happen today. Ah. <laughs> all right. On your neck, then. And it's over. And it's all over. We it's go to break, and you never have to do it again. And we're done with this, bitch. You never have to do it again. On the neck. Come on, man. Neck or belly? Come on, man. Let's do it. Back? Hey, belly. Be, be somebody. Right, be somebody, go. man. Bad monkey, you getting this? You got to go that way. All right. Turn, turn around a little bit so we can see you. I want to hear you. I want to hear you scream. Belly, here we go, baby. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Come on now, baby. Hold on. Come on, let's be somebody. <laughs> ah. Come on, we didn't even get to do it. Hurry up. Now you're wasting time. Oh, man, I can't. Just do it. Ah. Ah. <laughs> get him now. Get him now. Ah. Hold him down. Ah. Hold him down. Ah, ah, ah. We'll take a break. We'll come back. I love this show. And I love doing it. It's the hideout. I think my neck's melted. 106.7 WJFK. It's the hideout weekend mixtape. The last of the past week and the old Saturday night shows. 106.7 WJFK. In the last segment, we were we were shocking each other with a dog's shock collar, and um, we were trying to get Corolla to do it, and he goes, sounds like a date rape in progress. So, not really funny. Do it, man. It's not really not even funny to joke about it. Put it around your neck. And I'm just really sad that it ended up coming off that way. Um, <laughs> Put it right on your throat. What? All right. I, no. No. 
So anyway, Dubs, though, you uh, this was supposed to be Tommy's thing for losing the Radio Hideout Fantasy Football I'm, League. I'm sorry. I started a grandstand. You did. You you immediately tore the collar away and had to do it first and did it like seven times. My thing is, electricity has never bothered me. You know, I uh, when we used to get drunk, we, we lived on a farm. So we'd get drunk, walk outside... And uh, flop our wangs right on a uh, on uh, electric fence and see who could take it the longest. I do not understand what happens in Fowlerville, Michigan. I'll tell you what. When I worked at uh, Big Cheese Pizza, it was like doing this show. We, that's all we would do. We'd make stupid bets with each other. You know, we would uh, we'd have all this tip money in our pocket. All right, I, I guarantee you can't, uh, you know, take an orange and drip all the citrus into your eyes. Yeah, I love that one too. You wonder where I get some of these? And you uh, guys- a lot of these are recycled from the Big Cheese Pizza shows. Was it a show? You were at work. Oh yeah, you were making pizzas. I bet you can't. Uh, <laughs> I, I bet you can't snort this line of, uh, of red peppers, or you know, I bet you can, uh, you know, do something nasty with an olive. God damn, man. I guess good for you, but is that where that comes from? Because, look, I, I've been wanting to bring something up to you, okay? I'm going to bring it up to you now, here on the air. I I am concerned for your lack of respect for your body. Now, hear me out for one second, okay? You, I don't know if you realize, but with this latest bet with Don Geronimo, Packers versus Lions, him getting the tattoo of uh, Lions win, you getting pack or back or on your back? Actually, it's been kind of reduced. The bet is now that because Don doesn't want pack or backer, uh, he just wants the logo right underneath my uh, my other tattoo. I say you put it in the small of your uh, back. No, like a target. Like I'm a chick, right? So when I'm wearing my hot pants, that'd be kind of hot. Really hot. Give me a target. By the way, what's up with that being the new word hot? Is that because of the uh, goddamn simple life? Well, you know what? Um, Jag, our pro, our promotions guy, he was saying this when we first came here, and I never understood it. I'm, he's like, oh, that's hot. I'm like, what? It's, yeah. I See, I thought I hardly mo- mostly heard that from, like, young 20-year-old chicks. And, you know, the thing well, is... Well, actually, he kind of is, isn't he? When I, when I went to... Uh, you know, he's he does pretty well with those girls, so... Um, Hound. Him and Tommy, I'd like to see them put it up against each other. Ew. Uh, no, I mean, <laughs> I mean, how much they get. Oh, God damn it. I just like that. No. Um, but uh, when we uh, when we used to call everything gay, oh, that's really gay, you right. know? And when, you know, it wasn't meant as, that's really homosexual. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it was just like, that's stupid. Uh, when I went to uh, hang out with my sister when she lived in Massachusetts... I would be hanging out with all of her friends. I'd say, oh, that's really gay. And they'd be like, really? What do you mean? Yeah. Or he's really gay. Yeah. Like, no, he's not. Those phrases and those expressions. He's completely straight. It's a figure of speech, you mo. Okay, speaking of gay, though, (laughs) let's get back to you. Okay. Um, But again, I worry, J-Dubs, and here's why. And I know it's been probably covered before already on Donna, Mike, and Ron and Fez, but I want to talk to you as a friend. Okay. You're going to lose. Oh, I thought Tommy was going to talk to me. Oh, that hurts. Uh, you're going to lose. You're going to get that logo. You know. Do you realize? Hold on. Do you realize it's four tattoos this season? Yeah, I do realize that. Only three of them are on bets, though. 
So, all right. <laughs> I don't understand how that was supposed to rationalize anything. You said that like I was just going to glance over it. Like, oh, okay. Three of them on bets, man. Let me ask you something, for real. Mm-hmm. Do you like your body? Just uh, overall, do you like your body? Well, um, I, I've gained weight in a while, and, you know, that that's not making me happy. But it doesn't make me hate my body because I know that's reversible. Right. Just like any tattoo I get is either changeable or reversible. There's nothing in life that isn't changeable or reversible. I can get something covered up. I can get it removed if I want to. Everything in life except for death is reversible. That's my that's my theory. Huh. Well, like STDs, like the HIV isn't reversible. Yeah, well, you know, you can get you, around it. You can control it? Yeah. Is that why you still insist on the glory holes? Yes. I well, just, if I'm going down, I want people to go down with me. You mean uh, death? Death? Yeah, that not, one. Yeah, not that down. Yeah, right. All right. <laughs> but um, here's my thing because I don't understand it. To me, and I know this sounds odd. As fat as I am, although by the way, I am losing weight at a rapid pace. You are. Um, I usually don't admit that, but I'll admit it right now. You are. Thank you. Can I tell you what it is? What? Let me give a quick plug. High Gold's pro- gym. Uh, oh yeah, I mean I definitely work out like a mother, but I'm started taking this hydroxy cut. Oh, is that good? It man, it's real good. I've taken the other ones. I've taped the rip fuel. I've done the the trim spa. This hydroxy cut stuff, it's kicking my ass. It's great. You know, I I've been thinking, uh, and I hate to admit this, Bill O'Reilly has sold me on uh, the diet pill they do during that. Um, God, what is it called? Go with the hydroxy cut. No, because this stuff. Uh, it's supposed to, they say, hey, uh, it doesn't work for everybody, but it works for the people. Quarter slim? Yeah. It works for the people who have been having trouble losing spots, you know, you know, overall. Let me tell you why I'm, but you know, when I, when I, even when I was six foot two, 145, I had a little bit of love handles. Right. Well, a couple of things on this first. It's a hideout 106.7 WJFK. A, um, you should lift weights. Because if you get stronger up top, it's gonna it's gonna reduce your love handle, yeah. I think. But uh, secondly, too, part of the reason why I think I'm dropping so fast is because I am t- working out twice a day as well. But I, I, I all my routines kind of the same. But I added that hydroxy cut, and I can really tell a difference. I actually have to wear uh, belts now. I'm looking, and you know what? You no, know, my my new uh, my new things painkillers. That's how I think I'm gonna lose weight. I'm just gonna take a bunch of pills, pharmaceuticals. And then I'm going to start, you know, dropping pounds. It, it, it worked when I started smoking. If I sleep all day, there's no way I can eat. Exactly. And you have to burn calories while you sleep. 866-277-4969. Let's get back to my tattoos. Yeah, because here's what my whole point on this was. I truly believe the body is a temple. And I know it's a really hippie thing to say. Well, you think that because your parents have beat it into your head. But you. But here's the point. You only have one body. And you only have one life. And the life isn't that long. It really isn't. But wouldn't you want to go through that life trying to maximize your body as much as you can to its fullest potential? I want to go through my life doing what I want to do. You know, I want to go through my life not being afraid of, hey, what am I going to think of this two years from now? You know, or two weeks from now. Or what am I going to, you know, I don't want to, I want to go through my life thinking, all right, this is what I'm doing right now. And you know what? Maybe that's the difference between you and me because I live with regrets. 
I have no regrets. I've never had a regret. And I, we've talked about this before, how much I envy you in that. And that I regret a lot of things, or I regret a lot of things maybe that I don't do. You know what I mean? And so, for me, I know if I were to get something, to me, permanent in a tattoo, if I was to get something like that, it would have to be absolutely perfect. And Otherwise, I would have to live with that thing for the rest of my life. That's the beautiful thing about a tattoo bet, is people like you who just don't get it, who don't, like, you know, who couldn't never do it. You so know? are there two people, two kinds of I people think, in this I world? I think there's definitely two kinds of people. And uh, Kenny from Honky Tonk Tattoos, we were talking about this when he was giving my Indianapolis tattoo. And, you know, people are just flipping out about this. And people like me and him are like, but see, here's the thing about Kenny, though. I know people who get tattoos. And a lot of the tattoos to these people, it means something. Like, it really means something to them, and there's, like, a good story behind it. And I don't feel you're doing it for that reason. And this, these ones mean something to me, and they'll always mean something to me, because this is a time in my life, you know? These will bring back all the memories I probably would have forgotten about this place, you know? And 13 months, baby. Yeah, and they're, you know... They're all good so far, you know. Right. I've had good. I've had good times getting all these, going through all these, and you know, just having fun. All right, man. I just you know, I just I worry about you because I see you. And Don't you, worry about me. And you do the smoke. All right, fine. <laughs> Jump off I'm, the cliff. I'm fine. But you know, you do the smoking, and all you drink is the now, soda pop, and then the tattoos. And I really worry that you don't have any respect for your for your body. In turn, you don't now, have respect for yourself. Now, honestly. I can respect someone having an issue with my smoking or my diet. I can respect someone getting on me about that because that has some kind of long-term effect physically. But a tattoo, that has no effect physically. That's just something that's on your body, and you have to live with it. Not some, you know, me getting a tattoo is not going to mean I might, you know, have a collapsed lung and my kids or whoever is going to have to take care of me. I do have to give you credit. You did do the uh, master cleanser for two days. I actually did it for like a week and a half, and I stopped doing it. So you tried. I I didn't like it. No, and you know what? It's not for everybody. It, it, it made me feel kind of but, weird and sick. But honestly, to be honest with you, it really was cool that you did try. Yeah. Because you, you, you saw something and you tried it. It just didn't work for you. I mean, it, it was good. It was good trying it. But there, it gave my body a whole weird feeling. It's the hideout 106.7 WJFK. You mean a clean feeling? No, like uh, almost sick, you know. And well, it, it, it didn't it didn't do it until like uh, probably the probably the last few days I started I was doing it. I did it for like two and a half weeks. Right, right. And the first two weeks I was fine, and then it started to get to me. I hear you, Jack. You're in the hideout 106.7 WJFK. What's up, man? Hey, what's up, guys? Yo. Hey, uh, you know, have a the whole thing about your body being a temple uh, goes entirely the other way when people say that body's a canvas. Uh, I think tattooing is something that's important to me and a lot of people I know, and I just don't like it when uh, you rag on it, saying that you're doing something wrong to your body. When... Well, I think I think the. Uh, uh... Correct me if I'm wrong, Hefe, but you aren't ripping on tattoos. You're ripping on no. getting stupid ones. No, it's, and I even said that, Jack. I mean, if if it's something that you really, you know, if you had someone die in your life, I have, I've said that there would be probably a point where I would get a tattoo. You know, mm -hmm. so I'm not completely opposed to tattoos at all. I just worry about Dubs doing four tattoos in one football season for the goddamn Detroit Lions. Hey, the season's hey, not over it's important. He's a fan. He's he's staying loyal to his team. Yeah, and this is something you know. These I hear you. Thanks, Jack. It, 
no matter what, I'm going to remember all these days, and I think I'll remember them fondly. Mostly because I'll have something to remember. Uh, I hope. Every time I get out of the shower, I'll, I'll remember. Well, then why put it on your back? Put it on your belly, thug lifestyle. Uh, here's what you do. You do, the, you do the Packers tattoo around your belly button. No. That well, would, that, that'd be cool because my belly button stinks. and would be kind of like I'm saying, hey, the Packers stink. Right. And you gotta clean out the G every day with a, uh, with, with a, um, whatever they call it. Lick the G spot, baby. Uh, uh, oh man, I just hung up on the guy. I was on hold for 10 minutes. Sorry about that. Give a call back in 866-277-4969. Matt, you're in the hideout on JFK. What's going on, guys? What up, bro? I think there's a difference between disrespecting your body like how I was. I used to weigh 360 pounds and I went on a diet. You know, being overweight and smoking and drinking a lot, opposed to what J Dubs is doing with getting a tattoo by betting his body on something that he has to carry around his entire life on a team that he loves more than anything, the Lions. So I don't think it's him disrespecting his, his body. I think it's him believing and loving one team so much that he'll go to that ultimate end just to show just how to, much he just really loves it. and cares about this team. Right. I, know, I hear you. I mean, but wouldn't you back a winner like the Patriots though? But why? Well, <laughs> I mean, well, like, gotta do this. No, let me tell you something. For being one of the greatest teams, uh, uh, probably of this decade, no one backs the Patriots. I know. The, Patri- the Patriots go unnoticed. It is uh, as great as they are. I, I, th- that's a good point, Matt. Some people just hang on to a team. Like with me, I'm a huge Dolphins fan. I've liked them since I was four years old. Right now, I'm still a huge Dolphins fan. I'm not going to turn on them just because they're losing, much like with Dubs, just because they suck for a couple years. And they well, it's been probably a couple of years, bro. A couple decades. <laughs> well, I was trying to give you the benefit of the doubt. <laughs> hey, thank, thanks, Matt. We actually got to move on. We're up on a break, but you made a good point there. We appreciate it, brother. Yep. 866-277-4969. Here's Jeff. I accidentally hung up on him. What's up, Jeff? Hey, man. How's it going? Good. I'm just thinking that if you're going to put tattoos all over your body, wouldn't you think you'd pick a better team than Detroit? Yeah, that was the point we were just making, too. Yeah, I mean, that, I mean that's a really pitiful, sorry-ass team. That's all I'm But thinking. it's my team, no matter what, you know, through and through. I mean, it, the Redskins aren't great right now, but there's a lot of loyal fans. Actually, oh. they're the most fair weather in the world. Oh, please, this but, sounds awful. But, awful sports town. And I'll tell you what, Detroit is just as bad as Washington, D.C. as a sports town. Look, I respect you and your loyalty for your team. Yeah, I, I'm, I, and you've never challenged that, and I'm not saying you have. It's just, I. but as a friend, you know, you've laid out some reasoning. And as a friend, I can see that it's not so much about a self, uh, uh, self-hating your body. Because I don't, I don't find it as, uh, as punishing my body. No, I, I don't really if find it. If there is a body that deserves to be punished. Come on. <laughs> It'd be Matt Albert first. This body got me to seventh in the state freestyle wrestling. It'd be Matt Belcher and then for you. For TNT Wrestling. Those are the ones. And people are saying, you know what? You're, uh, your body's more like a graffiti wall. Yeah. Littered with the teams um, of the NFL. Hey, I got uh, 29 to go. 29? Yeah, I've got the Lions already. Well, uh, i got the Lions, uh, the, uh, the uh, uh, Colts, and Redskins already. Oh, God damn it, dude. Uh-oh, hold on. Oh, I got to tell you about the dream I had about your chick. Oh, yeah. Real fast, let's go to Justin. You're in the hideout on JFK. What's up, Justin? Hey, what's going on, fellas? Yo, what's bro? up? Hey, what's this show called, The Hideout? Yeah. yeah. It's the first time I've ever listened to it. I'm just driving home from work. And uh-huh. I was, uh, what's, uh, what's your guys' names? Hefe and Dubs. 
What? All right. You got to pay attention before you're going to call. I'm sorry. We just you can talk to... to the screeners about that kind of stuff. You don't but... have to ask us on the air. Um, just too little time for you to ask us about our history. We only do two hours a night. It's on 106.7 WJFK. So, what? <clears throat> so, Dubs, here's the thing I have for you. I had a dream last night. I woke up, and I felt excited and kind of uh, dirty all at the same time. And here's what it was about. I had a dream that I was having a party at my apartment, and a lot of people were over. Oh, yeah, it was a dream then. <laughs> uh, we were having a good time, board games. I know you're making fun of the fact that I don't have friends. And um, so I'm in this dream, and, of course, you're a friend of mine, mm-hmm. and you're there, and so is your chick. That's unrealistic, too. So I know, because you would never venture to my place. Unless your power's out on Thanksgiving and you have to watch the Lions game. So anyway, um, I'm there, and I guess I'm standing next to my refrigerator, and, you know, oddly enough. And I, uh, your chick, like, I open my door, and she comes over and, like, puts her hand, like, on the refrigerator door, kind of, like, blocking me from getting into the refrigerator. And I'm like, what's up? And... She kisses me. On the lips? Yes. Like make out kisses me. And so we make out for a second there in the refrigerator. And then um, while he's making out, I can just see him trying to grab a drumstick out of the. Like the guy in the Heineken commercial tells the chick he loves him just so he can get another drink of beer. But I uh, and then she just walks away. And I'm able to get whatever it was I wanted. I wanted out of the refrigerator. But I found that, you know, and then I go on and other stuff happens in the dream. But the only thing that I remember when I wake up from this, because sometimes if you have yeah. these quote-unquote sexual dreams, you will remember, I guess, the thing that stuck out most, which was the fact that it was your chick who I ended up quote unquote, making out with. Yeah. And she kissed me. Mm-hmm. So here's my thing with that. First of all, I've never looked at your chick that way. No? No, because I, you were like a brother to me. I'm, not to say that she's not hot or not sexy, but I honestly look at her uh, like an in-law. You know what I mean? Kind of. That kind of situation. Almost like a sister, if you would. I feel bad thinking about your ex-wife. Whew. That's nice. So basically you had an incest dream. <laughs> well, I don't know, because that's what bothers me now. First of all, I brought this up to you. I'm bringing it up to you now. Yeah. Does do you find that odd? Um, Does no, it, not really. Um, I feel like I have to get it off my chest and tell you your chick kissed me. And let me tell you this: if it actually happened, me and you would still be boys. If my chick Sweet. went up, but you, yes. if you, if you instigated it, that would be a different story. Really? But if if something happened where she instigated it, and guys are guys, you know they're gonna. This is gonna happen, but. You know, so I right, hold on a second. Let's get this. Let's get this straight. Okay. Pull this tape. I'm losing weight, as we heard. Not that much. <laughs> Come on, you can't be nice for two seconds. I was. And let's just say your chick. You know, we're hanging out. We're all having a little something to drink. We're at your apartment instead, because I come over to your place all the time. Mm-hmm. You run to the restroom to drop a deuce, whatever you got to do. 
I'm going to get something out of this. He's gone for a half hour. Yeah, he is. That's why I bring that up, because he will literally be gone uh, for at least a half hour, grunting the whole time. Yeah, you can hear. It's so disgusting. Keep on going, please. Anyway, so I, and and she kisses me. You wouldn't be mad at me. No. Even if I kissed her back for, let's say, 45 seconds. No. Honestly, I've always said. Two minutes? It, It doesn't, if. If my if I was ever going out with a girl and she came on to another guy, I would never be pissed at that guy. Well, because me, I know guys, you know? I let me ask you this then. Let's say she needs, initiates the kiss and then I initiate second base. Doesn't matter? No. Because it's already been started? Yeah, it's already been started. Uh, I'd be pissed as hell at her, though. Okay, you so you, but you would be mad yeah, at there, her. There would be, uh, a, and I would hope that you would have enough respect for me. That after I throw her to the curb, you don't try to go swoop her up. And if you do, I'd it's only for a one-nighter. Hey, I just want to finish the business, you know? All right. Well, I just wanted to... I, first of all, I felt like I had to tell you and get that off of my chest. You know what I mean? But now that we have established some parameters... Now, would you be mad if, say, Tommy, you found out he was dating your ex-wife? Yes. Because I would fear for her life. All right, how about uh, someone like uh, Corolla? You have to be happy for him. I would be happy for Corolla if you could hit that. I would. In fact, I'll tell you what. I'll introduce you. I will, uh, maybe we can make a love connection. Who knows? She obviously had a thing for hairy guys. Oh. I don't know if she's into boobs at all. But, uh, because I have pectorals. Not always. Come on. I remember you. The old days? When I first met you. When I was weighing 290. Oh, at least. Frank, you're in the... It was 290. Frank, you're in the hideout on JFK. 215 now. Pepe, considering some of the homoerotic undertones of your show anyway, I think you're transferring Dub's girlfriend. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I could could see that, actually. All right, first of all, I wanted to be known that all of the homoerotic humor... Comes from that man, J Dubs. I see you enjoying it just as much as me. Just I may bring it up. I may bring it because up because I have to go with the bit. You instigate a lot, Hefe. I mean, come on. Instigate. It's your show, more or less. Because you know, if you think, is it? No, it's Dubs' show. It's seventy percent Dubs, thirty percent. Oh, this is in the treehouse. Come on. <laughs> oh, you're right. Thank God. Thank you, Frank. <laughs> treehouse, what? Oh, I wonder if in an odd way that was my way of kissing you by kissing her. I was going. Through, I wasn't thinking about you though, man. Let's end the segment. If that's right. I was. We need uh, to go make out. I was going through some best of segments last night actually, and there's one titled "Hefe wants to date a female dubs." Son of a bitch. That's not what it was about though, dude. I'm telling you now. I'm very. God damn. How do y'all tie it? It's a very. It was a very heterosexual dream I had. I didn't turn this one. All right, maybe we should take Mo. By the way, she-mail tapes yeah. coming up. Stay tuned. Speaking of. And also, uh, yesterday we talked about uh, our old general ma- manager call, uh, emailing us, me calling him, he, he emailing back, bitching at us, like just over the top. Let's read that seg- uh, that, uh That email? Uh, email. Vampire, Vampire, last call in this, uh, in this segment. You're in the hideout. What's up, man? Now, if she would initiate something, say Dubs is hidden away in the bathroom for his half an hour, he comes out in the middle of it and say he wants to join in, would you be opposed to such a situation? Of course not. It's his chick. Oh. Now, yeah, but you're, you're what bringing, if you were the middle bringing... of this wobbly age? Oh, hey, how? Oh. Oh. No. No way. No, thank you. 
<laughs> Thank you, vampire. Five thousand. You'd be facing a check. No. You know what? I didn't need the mental. We'll take a break. <laughs> we'll come back. It's the hideout. One hundred six point seven. What's wrong with you, man? WJFK. It's the hideout, hideout, hideout weekend mixtape. The best of the past week and the old Saturday night shows on 106.7 WJFK. Bro, we'll get back in. Come on in. It's your birthday. You were born 26 years ago. 24. 24 years ago on this day. Yeah. 24-year-old intern who um, is working every day shorts. <laughs> now, did you wear this to school today? Hmm? I know you're doing poorly on your test, but I didn't think you'd stoop to that well. At Mason for your uh, ancient... Uh, ancient sou- arts of Southeast Asia. You wearing thongs underneath that, you sick bastard? You got anything on underneath? Yeah. Pull them up. Let's see. Uh, you might not want to do that. Are they dirty? Skid marks? You boxer boy? Yeah. It's disgusting. <laughs> Why? You're a pig. The funniest part about it, he's got that little clip on there, too, uh, where his uh, keys are. It's just the gayest thing in the world. And he's it's wearing, like I'm lock, I'm locked my little secret here. This is the best birthday ever. Thanks, guys. And he's wearing like he's wearing. Did you already forget about your gifts? You're wearing a belt too with your never nude shorts. Yeah. Where's do you have your Zaxxon shirt? No. Keep your facts on. Can you keep a secret? I can. All right. Did, uh, you, did you keep the secret? <laughs> now, ogre, you said you had a present that you wanted to present to uh, Corolla. That's true. Because um, you guys are interns, you've shared a long, uh, a lot together. You're back in the back. I'm, mean, you know, you're good buddies. I'm sure. We we met we met you know back in September when we first started. And we worked together on the Ron and Fez show, and uh, we we got to talk. And he explained to me that he was a college student, and I explained to him that I had a daughter that was also in college. She goes to she goes to school out of state down in Columbia, South Carolina. And I showed him a picture, and he's like, "Wow, man, she's you know she's." She's really beautiful. And uh, and I said, yeah, you know, forget about it. Never. Sexy. That's what he said. No, I was respectful. Right. Yeah, because you're always respectful. And you're never nude shorts. Well, my friend, I have a surprise for you. Yeah. I've talked to, uh, actually, i got somebody on the line that wants to say hello to you. Hello? Are you there? Yes. Hello. Hello. Who is this? Hi. This is uh, Ogre's daughter. Ogre's daughter is in the hideout on 106.7 WJFK. So, what's going on, Ogre? Not much. Or Ogre. Ogress. Ogress. Okay. <laughs> yeah, not much. Mini Ogre. Um, <laughs> what, what, what's going on here, Big Ogre? Daddy Ogre. Well, I talked to, I talked to her and she was, she was explaining to me how she, she felt kind of bad for him. Everything that he's been put through. For Corolla. Right. And she. I don't know, know why. It is I never new shorts. <laughs> but I, and I asked her, I said, do you want to meet a really nice guy? And she said, well, he's got to convince me. So, as my birthday present to you, my friend, wow. you have 60 seconds to convince my daughter why she should go out on a date with you. And when, if you are successful, when she comes home for Christmas break, you have my blessing to take her to dinner and a movie. All right, whoa, 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 wait a second. Now, this is for you. He is... I'm, I'm not kidding. He's a nice kid. Now, Dubs, we have screwed with this son of a bitch so much yeah. in the past. Do we leave, just leave him alone? Yeah, let's just leave him alone for that. All right, do you want some theme music, you think? Yeah. All right, here, uh, hold on. Here. I got some. It's cool, I say. Hold on. <laughs> I got some. That's perfect. Keep on playing that. <laughs> Thanks a lot. Here's some good theme music. Uh, so you got okay. 60 seconds starting now to convince Ogre's daughter to go out with you. Hey, Ogre's daughter, how you doing? Good. What's, what's your name? I'm Heather. Heather? Yeah. That's a nice name. Nice Thank classic you. American girl name. Um, the only thing I can say is... 
when you come back from school, if you want to go out and hang out and have a good time, I'd be more than happy to do that. And I'm flattered that you'd give me the opportunity to try and prove myself. And that's all I got to say. Hold on. I think you have more to say in this song. Not sure about all this. I think 60 seconds is up. <laughs> you still got 24 seconds to try to. Uh... What do you think about uh, him so far? He seems like a nice guy. Now, what kind of guys are you usually? Uh, gay? What kind of guys are you usually into? Um, flamboyant not nice ones? Guys. No, no. You don't like the flamboyant? You may be in trouble then. Um, oh really? No, yeah, I'm not guys. gay. Don't listen to Come them. On now. No. Nice. No, no. Uh, you're, so you're into bad boys, huh? That's Don't me. tell my dad that. It's me all the way. <laughs> He's sitting in the corner stewing already. Oh, hold, hold on a second. We have uh, another suitor. Now, Corolla, you 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 had sixty seconds. All right. And you took up fifteen, just saying. Wow, you. Have I a, made my point. You're saying wow, you have a great name. That was really that was good. He's too busy playing with his nuts. All right, <laughs> Jake, you're in the hideout. You can't say that. Shut up, Jake. What's up? Jake, you there? All right, beat it. Oh, you lose. Corolla Schlong, you're in the hideout. Yeah, I just want to wish Corolla happy birthday. And uh, also, I want to ask Corolla a favor. Okay, Corolla Schlong, go ahead. Yes, uh, can you tell him to please quit having the uh, dreams at night about waking up with his face covered with... Oh, because I'm sick, sick of waking right. up. Okay. You can't say that. There's Come a lady on. on the phone. Keep it respectful. <laughs> See, that's why Heckler's my favorite. The original Heckler. Um. All right. So, uh, Heather, are you willing, uh, baby ogre? Are you willing to go out with a uh, Corolla on a date? Of course. What? He seems like a nice guy. Yes. Oh my God. Now, I mean, what would you guys go do? I mean, what are you into, uh, Heather? The look on your dad's face was priceless no. when you said anything and everything. Wow. Ogre, do you want to oh, leave the and Ogre, you're wearing the Portis jersey we gave you. Can I ask Daddy, I'm sorry. It's all right, baby. It's all right. Oh, wait. Hold on a second. Scream that one more time. <laughs> Daddy, I'm sorry. Say it one more time. <laughs> kind of hot. What's wrong with you? Um, it's going horribly, horribly wrong. <laughs> no, I think it's going great. <laughs> Anything and everything. No, no. I mean, dinner, I'm, maybe, you drinks? know. It's, what? Drinks. Yeah, that works. Now, how old is she? <laughs> I was going to say, honey, be careful. She'll be 21 soon. Fair enough. She's 21. What, six years? She's <laughs> not that. Nine. She's 21 at Corolla's apartment. So, <laughs> oh, no. oh, no, I'm just kidding. Anything and everything. Get that bed back. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Now, now that he's got an inflatable bed, right. Lord only knows what he could do with the uh, electric pump. I'll tell you what, it can't hold very much more than him. So, hey, <laughs> so how's this for not being embarrassed, honey? <laughs> <laughs> so now, Ogre, let me talk to you for a second, man. Yeah. What is it like you were, you, you just, I mean, this is like we're in Iran or something where you're giving your daughter away in a sense. I mean, you're, you really feel comfortable letting, uh, letting her go out with Corolla? With him? You know, yeah, I mean. I, yeah, who could be more harmless? <laughs> 
<laughs> now let me ask you this though: Would you uh, ever let me go out? No. Me? What? No, absolutely not. Why not me? No way. Uh, uh, I can't. But we got you a Portis jersey. That's yeah. not enough. Portis. Portis. No Clinton. Clinton. Now, he's a good kid, you know, and 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 it's you know it's it's coming down to the end, and I just wanted to do something something nice for him, so I figured, you know, I, I was looking around and gift certificates wasn't cutting it, and I was talking to my daughter about about his plight, and he just needed a fresh start, and since she's never seen him before, oh, no. I figured you know, he know how gay home, he is, you know. except for the uh, never nude shorts. Well, that is amazing. Okay. He looks amazingly straight in those shorts, though. That's right. <laughs> And and here to ensure that you have a good time, I was going through with my the, with those legs. He looks like he's wearing sweats. Go ahead, ogre. No, I'm sorry. To ensure that uh, you you're having a good time, I have fifty dollars worth of gift certificates from Red Rock to Red Rock Canyon Grill. I also have. I went through my wallet and I found a Hollywood Video gift card. And here is a Metro bus pass with eleven dollars and fifty five cents on it. <laughs> That's a night out on the town, my That's friend. Fine, and sub for some credit card bills. Congratulations, Corolla. You'll take those still. Can I date your daughter? Oh, yeah. Who's no. next? Too late. Um, oh, hold Anything on. and everything. Jake, you're in the hideout on JFK. Hey, what's up, guys? What's up, brother? Hey, uh, yeah, no, I just wanted to say, uh, if Heather, you know, is done being pimped out by her father, and she wants to go out with the real dude who doesn't weigh 300 pounds, you yeah, know. Yeah, you totally. sound like a real dude. <laughs> oh. hey. What are you now, uh, Mr. Impressionist, from what I understand? I don't know what you're talking about. Feed it. <laughs> and where's my water? Sounds nothing you like You have me. your water right in front of you, Hefe. No, That was don't. him, not me. What are you he doing? Get more. He never listens to us. Who doesn't listen, Hefe? Corolla. He never listens. Dubs? Yeah. What are we going to do with him? I don't know. He's a terrible intern. I can't believe Dubs, I'm over here. Oh. I'm over here. I'm confused now. Here's the thing. Corolla, hmm. you, uh, you've gotten a bed? Yeah. You've gotten maybe somebody to put on that bed? Ugh. I'm just playing, Ogre. I know, Ogre. <laughs> now, Ogre, could you ever... Uh, what if What if it turns out baby Ogre says... And this is the this is the man I want to marry. This is the man for me. I know it was a radio bit, but all of a sudden this is the man for me. Look at him in his Tobias Never Nude shorts. Well, he'd have to lose the shorts, but other than that, oh, he may lose for you. Yeah, no. <laughs> Anything and everything. Is that the pay? Is that the payment to date your daughter? Lose the shorts. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, Heather, that's very nice. I can't wait to hear what happens. When is this date going to happen? Any idea, anybody? Maybe this weekend? Maybe uh, the next week or so? I'll be home next week. Yeah, you should be home next week. All right. Look at you. Corolla. What's up? Corolla. Corolla. I'll be home up for Christmas. <laughs> Say good break. Thank you, uh, Baby Ogre. No problem. All right, baby. Bye. Uh, it's the Hideout 106.7 WJFK. It's the Hideout Weekend Mixtape. The best of the past week in the old Saturday Night Shows. 106.7 WJFK. We were off on Friday. That was a good little mixtape on Friday night while we were at O'Mara's in Manassas. Uh, we'll say it again. Mike's got a great place. Yeah, man. I loved it. You weren't even there, you son of a bitch. You, and I want. And he actually avoided Hefe's phone calls. No, I was. I, I left my uh, phone in the car. Dubs and I are on our way out there, and I forgot the directions, and I couldn't get a hold of anybody, and I tried to call Tommy because I knew that he had given me directions. Oh, and you are tattoo for that bet. Shut up. Um, that's so exciting. We don't even have time to talk about it. But um, 
Yeah, I uh, I try to call Tommy for directions, and you know where to be found. I left my phone in the car for something that was supposed to take like ten minutes. That turned into like three or four hours. Really? Okay. Well, whatever. Anyway, so, you, you, good move. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, not showing up. Oof. So anyway, we get to O'Mara's. Um, is it O'Mara's Cafe or is it just called O'Mara's? Because I know they joke around about the look around cafe. No, it's O'Mara's. Okay, O'Mara's on Center Street, Manassas. And I walk in, and I already immediately feel like I'm underdressed because they have us in the side room, and they got like a fireplace. This is a really nice place. Yeah. I mean, we're behind a uh, velvet curtain and, and everything. Uh, and I remember his, I want to say his partner's name is Jeff. And I'd met Jeff once before, and so he was a really nice guy. Um, anyway, so we're there. Oh, and the other kudos we wanted to give Mike, the chicks who work there. Very hot. Insanely hot. Um... Top of the food chain, brother. That was really, really nice. I'm telling you, that's one reason Bateman should have gone because I think he could have pulled something out of there. Oh yeah, dude, you'd have been, you'd have been leaving. You'd have been swimming, In fact, man. what about the one chick who looks just like Britney Spears, who I was talking to at the end of the night? You remember her? No. Ooh, the one that ended up in like that kind of Marilyn Monroe dress. She was smoking, and I guess she liked the show. We were talking to her right before we left. Timmy. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. He, she, was, she was. She was. Yeah. So anyway, we're at the party. And, um, I guess you heard Don talk about it. And, um, I'll leave it at that. I must have missed that. What happened? Shut up. I can't, uh, uh, buddy, you son of a bitch, what are you doing to us? But, Dubs, how uncomfortable was it? I'll tell you what. We felt, me and you, we talked about this out there. We felt a lot more comfortable at the first one when we were pretty new to uh, WJFK. Last year was our first Christmas party with JFK. Yeah. And we were there, and it was at the Helix downtown, and that one was a really, really good time. I don't know if it was because we had our girls there with us or anything, or if uh, you know we had some drinks in us that time, but you had drinks in you this time. Yeah. Oh, I was stone cold sober. See, this go-around, we go stag. Me, for my obvious situation, J-Dubs, you didn't want to put your chick through it. Yeah. And so Dubs and I are uh, going out on our date, <laughs> if you will, to O'Mara's and Manassas. And um, I get there, and immediately as soon as we walk in, we say hi. By the way, thank God for Ron and Fez. Yeah, they were godsends out there. Because they were doing their sight gags. They were actually going around, getting people talking, getting people, you know, just... Into a party mood. Right. Ron is a funny son of a bitch, as is Fez, and I had a good time chatting with Fez, but Ron is just a funny, funny guy. So, um, anyway, we're sitting around, we're hanging out, we're talking, we say hello to everybody. We're probably ten minutes in, and it's like, all right, it's, let's uh, let's go. Um, because here's here's my here's my problem with Christmas parties, J-Dubs. And one more thing before I get, we get into that. Mm-hmm. Giant Brian's wife, very nice and very cute. Oh, yeah, she is very cute. And yeah. I like that guy, too, by the way. I, I dig on John. I know he I, takes heat from some people who uh, work here yeah. and worked with them. Well, I mean, but, I, yeah, I, uh, I I like everybody, yeah, to be honest. Yeah, actually, you know, I, I'm, I've always been a guy, with the exception of Wonder Boy, <laughs> got along with everybody. I've never had a problem. Yeah, Wonder Ray did suck. Um, so we're at this Christmas party. I've never felt... So uncomfortable around people that I know. And I'm not sure why it was, Dubs. You know, is it, uh, is it I think there I think there was some kind of tension in the air already. You know, I think, you know, a lot, uh, maybe we should have held off even a little bit longer until people had drinks. 
in them to get there. Going there. Yeah, maybe next year we show because we didn't get there till about seven thirty, seven forty. Yeah, and the party started at seven. And, and I thought maybe if we got there at eight thirty. Yeah, you know, maybe would, we wait an hour and a half next time. And we almost were going to show up right at seven. Yeah, so we could get out of there. Oof, thank God we were running a little late. And we were going to head out right at ten. We were going to leave right at ten, but we ended up sticking around because they were doing the drawings for the free stuff. Actually, I wasn't even worried about that. They just started the speeches right when we were about to walk out. And you can't walk out during the big, you know, prep speeches. Now, do you think people treated us any different because we're kind of part of the, and I say kind of part of the main lineup? Uh, since we're on five nights a week, or do you think it's just no respect or just a genuine not real like of us? You know what? I even felt myself being standoffish with everybody. I mean, uh, Michael Hughes came over to me, and he went to shake my hand, and my hands were in my pocket. So I was like, you know, yeah, I, I, I wasn't making myself open to anybody. I had my hands in my pocket, and I... I didn't stay that far away from the door at any time. <laughs> you really did. In fact, there was at one point we moved to the other side of the room, away from the door, and we're like, "Oh, this is this is bad. We need to get back over by the door." Yeah, you never know when anything's gonna happen. You just want to book. Yeah, I asked him. I was like, "So, how was the party?" And that was the first thing he said. He's like, "I didn't leave the door ever." It's the Hideout 106.7 WJFK talking about our Christmas party, and my problem, Dubs, is that I am uncomfortable around people I don't know. Yeah. Okay. But this time, I was around people I did know, and I felt uncomfortable. And I pretty much stayed glued to you, Ron, and Fed. Yeah. I went. I uh, I got a good chance to chat with O'Mara, which was great. I um I didn't get to talk to Don as much as I wanted to, but I did meet Frida, which was really nice. Yeah, I met her, too. Beautiful, and she was very really nice. nice to us, which was very, very cool. Um, I didn't get a chance to talk to Mike's chick, but she, seems, she said bye to us on the way out. Um, who else was out there? Um... Cameron, you know, I didn't get to talk to Cameron as much as I wanted to, but... And that son of a bitch won the big prize. Yeah! He won the iPod, didn't he? Yes. A dick. That's what I've heard about the Christmas parties. He always wins something big, like a TV or something like that. I don't know how that ends up working out. Oh, I wonder. Oh, yeah, I wonder. <laughs> um, but that's what I find odd, Dubs, is that, you, you know, you have this whole year. You have a tension-filled year. Mm-hmm. And Which this was. And I know most of the people... Really had a good time, mm-hmm. and yeah, I think was it just the air personalities? Well, even the air personalities. Ryan Fess had a great time. It must have been. I think it was just us and Don. Wow, that, I think I think we were the only two, the only three people that really. And it, it wasn't a knock against the uh, place. It wasn't a knock against you know the atmosphere that was put in front of us. I think it's just us. You know what? We've talked about that before in that people like you and me, like Don Geronimo, we're not people people. No. Uh, amazingly, we're in communications. Don talks to millions. We talk to uh, a, a couple of hundred uh, every night. Well, that's the word. <laughs> and um, But when we're in those settings, it's just so awkward trying to have small talk because what are you going to talk about? Like, what am I supposed to talk to uh, the people in traffic about? I just I or the or other salespeople, like I rarely even have stuff to talk to you to about. And so many people came up to me saying, "Hey, show me your tattoo. Show me your tattoos." I I, I snapped a couple times. I I am not taking my shirt off at a goddamn company Christmas party, and you aren't going to make me. I'm not going to do it. I don't care who you are. 
dance right. monkey dance. Yeah, yeah exactly. that, that's what it was. I mean, and none of the people who were in on that thing would even, you know, attempt to have me do that. The people who had me get the tattoo, you will have never had Don come to me, hey, uh, you know, my wife wants to see the tattoo, pull your shirt up. Right. I mean, just because he knows, and a lot, most people would know that you're at a Christmas party, the last thing you want to be doing is taking your shirt off and showing your idiot stuff that you've done on the air. Yeah, it's just... You, know, there's, you just want to chill out. That's what the website's for. Go to DonMikeWebsite.com. Yeah. Go to RadioHideout.com. I well, felt like a gay porn star out there with no one know, and everybody just knowing what my back looks like. And by the way, I mean, why would Don want to be upstaged by your muscular body? Yeah, of course. That's the last thing he'd want. Um... And the, but what I realize, man, is more and more I am becoming a hermit. In that I am, and Tommy gives me the thumbs up signal because he is a hermit as well. And I partly blame you, but <laughs> like on Thursday, I've got this Christmas mixer at my apartment complex, and I promised my mother I would go to it. Don't do it. I can't imagine what I'm going to do going downstairs at my it's place be a nightmare. and not knowing anybody and trying to sit there and talk. I have here's the thing. I have such a small circle of friends. Literally, it's you, Dubs, it's Tommy Bateman, it's Shafee, and it's Lefty who live in Michigan. Yep. That is my circle right there. And Corolla. Well, Corolla, there are two people on the outside. <laughs> who, on, on the on fringe. The on the fringe looking to come in, knocking as hard, as hard as they can to get in. And Corolla is one of them. And I may open the door for Corolla. Maybe. I mean, you I don't know, want him shedding the house. Every, I don't want him shedding all over my circle, but uh, I think I may let Corolla in. But you, now the, you are lucky. You are very lucky out there at the Christmas party, because a couple times I didn't stand that far away from the door, and you're lucky I didn't pull a Marilyn Manson on you. <laughs> <laughs> By pulling a Manson, that's what Dubs and I went to the Manson show at the 9:30 club, and he ditched me. Were you close? Um, I, you know, I I wasn't gonna do it to you again. But How would you have done that? You were my ride. I was all the way in Manassas with you. By the way, what did I start calling it? Mexanassas? Yeah. Because there were so many Latino places out there. It, was, it felt like I was back home. But I, I think, you know, that even says a lot, of, a, lot of, a lot of stuff for, you know, how I even wanted to leave the Manson show because I don't like a crowd now. For some reason, I've gone into a completely different situation from what I used to be. Now, let me ask you. People are sending me stuff on the AOL for broadband instant messenger, jfkhideout at AOL.com, that now we're, quote, unquote, acting like stars. No, we aren't, really. And that we have big heads. How so? I don't think, I just don't think we like people. And I that, mean, and I... You know, I I love the people who come up here. And this is what I said about, you know, even going out to those, doing those events. I love having people in here. I love hanging out with people in here. But I'm very comfortable in here, and I get very, very quiet when I'm not in my comfort zone. Right. I had probably five to seven, seven and sevens. I forgot. And by the way, the uh, the waitresses at O'Mara's were great about. Yeah. They, they were they were always right on top. You yeah. only have half. Oh, I wish. Um, uh, fill her up, but I had like five to seven, seven and sevens, and even then I was um, all right, let's go, let's get out of here, let's go meet up with the booze hounds. And I ended up going to Doctor Dreamos, <laughs> but um, this kind of leads me into go ahead, Dubs. And I've always been the type of person, you know, I I wouldn't say that because we wanted to leave, we had big heads. I've always been the type of person to say, all right, all I want to do is go sit up at the bar and stare at a TV and drink. That's always been me. Now, see, I can't even do that in public. 
I'll be goddamned if I'm going and sitting somewhere by myself. Oh, I'll sit by myself at a bar anytime. Oh, I have no problem doing that. I'm just sitting there watching TV. I got too many self-esteem issues. And I, got... I, I don't. I, I'm not trying to talk to anybody. I'm not hoping anybody talks to me. See, I got this thing in my head that people are looking at me. Look at the fat bald Mexican uh, making fun. He doesn't have anybody to hang out with. Probably because I look at people like that too when I'm at and a that's place. That's the way I look at people, and that's why I can't go out because of the way that I think of others. I'm just. I know they're probably ass wipes like me. Mm-hmm thinking the exact same thing. Yep, but now, I, I just don't care. Now, Dubs, I wonder mm-hmm. if it's just the same for other people at their Christmas parties. Like, uh, what was it, Office Space, where they have Hawaiian Shirt Day and they have the little gathering and they're introducing the new people and it's just, it seems just, I I hope that this is something that's universal and it's not just the, the, the two of us, or, uh, three of us, and also being our uh, our boy Don. Yes, Mr. Oddball, who was at the party. Dapper, by the way. Yeah. Uh, dressed yeah. out in a suit. Looked like Johnny Cash. Yeah, you know. All black. Yeah. The man in black. Uh, what did you want to say about the party? Because you were there. We had a chance to hang. Uh, yeah, it was fun being able to chat with you guys. And Ron and Fez were uh, very, very entertaining, very friendly. And, right. Uh, said some nice things uh, to me, and I was very surprised. And I, You had an issue, though, because you won. Yeah, I actually won a prize. I got a, I won a gift certificate to a place to eat, a local restaurant. From the JFK because of the door prize. From the door prize, from the raffle. And I happen to look at it, and it expires at the end of the month. <laughs> <laughs> you should know by now. You, you've you worked here yeah, for a while. Because they did this one other time. I won something. <laughs> and I got what it. What is wrong with WJFK? And the party, I think, that year was even later in the month, and it still expired at the end. You know, I'm worried about giving out stuff here now. I want to see everything. I want to see vouchers before we give them out. I guarantee you this read that Tommy Bateman gave me, which I know for a fact this is what you won, Oddball. Yeah. I guarantee this expires at the end of the month. That's why I didn't do the read. And we've done enough reads for them, by the way. Um, but, yeah. There's, uh, um, I don't know if I'm a douchebag or if no. this is a legitimate. That's I, legitimate. Dude, that's, I think that's more legitimate than what Dubs and I have been talking about. Yeah, perfect definitely. With you. definitely. I heard uh, Cameron's iPod expires at the end of the month. Yeah. yeah they right. gave too many out. <laughs> All right, Dubs, there's one other thing I want to talk about. There's so much stuff I want to talk about. This is why I had the blog. To be perfectly honest with you, there's too much that I uh, I, I got to get out there. I need, I need to talk to the people. <laughs> um... My thoughts, I can't just confine them uh, on the radio waves in WDC. Uh, I got to uh, I got to put them on the World Wide Web at RadioHideout.com. A couple calls and we'll go. Benjamin, you're in the hideout on JFK. Yay. I just want to say that your party is like, to me, it reminds me of like high school. Yeah. We're like... They're like they're like cool kids and like not so cool kids. You guys remind me of like the weird kids in the corner that complaining about <laughs> the popular kids. I, although I think it's almost the opposite... Well, you know what? You're probably You're right. You're probably really right. Because yeah. the weird kids always think they're cooler than the cool kids. Yeah. But when exactly. the when the quote unquote weird kids are myself, Dubs, and Don, I think we're probably the coolest out of everybody. I don't know. Maybe that's just me. I, you're gonna say you're cooler than, than uh, Don and Mike, who's nationwide. I mean, come no, on. no. I'm talking about like cooling and hanging out. And Don was one of the people we were talking about. It was in the same boat as us. I don't know. I don't know, I don't know man. All right. Thank you, Benjamin. But. But. That's a good observation. That could be true. We're the AV club. Well, really, we're we're just we're the young guys, you know. Audio visual. We're in the basement in the audio visual tech room. Hey, we're putting together the yearbook. 
Everybody be nice to us. My You're going to get a bad picture in there. <laughs> I remember that. How pissed were you on your book day when it came out and you only had seven oh, pictures, eight there, pictures? There was a, a picture of me at the uh, the homecoming. I think it was my sophomore year dancing. No one around me. And it says, <laughs> where's your dance partner, Justin? <laughs> right underneath it. Did it say Justin or Jelly Roll Johnson? That was middle school. Or Bucky O'Hare. That was middle school as well. Middle school was a tough time for me. How? I don't understand. Steve, you're in the How hideout. Kick, kick your teeth in, huh? Yo, Steve, what's up, man? Bring this stuff back. Hey, what's going on, guys? Yo. Uh, you're talking about Christmas parties. I have one this week, and they just sprung it on us at the last minute that it's a couple's Christmas party. <laughs> Ooh, damn. Yeah, and I work about 16 hours a day, so... Where are you uh, going to, a skating to a rink? Yeah, y'all going <laughs> skating? What, what, uh, Why couple? what do you do? Uh, I run a hot tub business. Oh, sweet. All right. And uh, so it's a couple. Uh, so what do you what do you need us for? Well, y'all are on the radio. Maybe y'all can give me a date. Corolla, get in here. <laughs> Corolla, beat me. Um, you know what? When is your when's your party? Friday night. How about we do this? We're so backed up right now. Um, uh, hold on. Let's do this tomorrow. Let's yeah. see if we can find uh, find Steve a date was, for his Christmas party. Wasn't there a girl in here earlier in Ron and Fez that's looking for a date? Yeah. Oh, we could do that. That would be great. Um. All right. Hold on, Steve. I'm willing to help you out, my friend. Hold on. Thank all right. God. All right. Hold on. Get his get his information back there, fellas. 866-277-4969. Bro, go get that information. I'm uh, manning the uh, I am, and you're doing a horrible job. Get back there. What are you doing in here? <laughs> the I am obviously isn't being manned. JFK hideout at AOL.com. When your bitch boob ass is sitting in here. And why did you come in here? You heard her name? You said Corolla, get in here. I was making a joke. Uh, I don't recall that. What an a-hole. You know what? Speaking of Corolla, Corolla is putting out a new uh, Christmas album. Buy this. Support the hideout on 106.7 WJFK. Hi, this is your good friend, Captain Two. Time Life is excited to bring you Corolla's Mo 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 Christmas album. You'll hear all your favorite homosexual holiday hits, including Lick My and make me jolly, fa la 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 la. I want a guy. I'm sure little baby Jesus is smiling, but this isn't just for Christians. Dreidel, dreidel, dreidel. I made you out of wood, and when I get on top of you, it makes me feel real good. Kids too are gonna love Corolla's holiday mo collection. Rudolph the brown-eyed man toy had a very shiny, and if you ever it. You can even make it pop. Ho, ho, the big fat mo standing behind me. And when he pushes, makes me shout with glee. And yes, Corolla has done it once again. Putting his own personal experiences into his work, such as... You better watch out. You better not cry. You better not pout. I'm telling you why. That's how I got by some guy. You can get all this and more by ordering Corolla's Mo 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 Christmas album by calling 1-800-Corolla's Jingling Kringles Bells and in his And remember, until next time, engage. Hey, um, what was the name of the chick talking that was going on with Corolla? Uh, Corinne? Corinne. She's on line one. Put her on. Someone put her on hold. Nobody's talking to her. Hold on a second. Take your thumb off it. <laughs> Take your thumb off it. 
You know why I love the only good thing about JFK? Caller ID. Caller ID. Yeah. <laughs> Take your thumb off at line one. Oh, this is evil. All right, hold on. I'm matching up the phone number to make sure. All right. Dubs, we have a bit for later on. Nice. <laughs> What's up, Corolla? Nothing. What's wrong? Nothing. What's wrong? What's wrong? Are you getting... Do you want us to play your bit again? Uh, <laughs> he not... was the one talking to her on hold. That's why they weren't putting her on hold. You know, I'm, you know what? You're going to get a pass. No. Thank you. You get a pass from Hefe, but not from me. No, no, I, no, 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 no. Bren, welcome to the hideout. <laughs> Hello. How are you, sweetie? I'm fine. Uh, let me tell you something. What? This is a good kid. This is a good kid. And, uh, did y'all make a love connection tonight? I didn't um, even meet her yet. <laughs> I hear you were smoking hot. Oh, thank you. Yeah, he seemed pretty nice. He's very nice. You guys going on a date? I think so, yeah. I want you to name one thing he didn't like about Corolla. Something he can fix. Something um, he can work on. I am I am biting my tongue. I am like a son of a bitch, Corolla. I, he seemed great. The only thing he could work on is um, maybe his uh, shirt. <laughs> yeah, his, uh, he did. He does look like he just rolled out of bed with it. Well, sort of. Yeah, he, he, that was his pillow last night. Um, <laughs> but uh, whatever. It was a rag this morning. I didn't really have a lot of time. That's right. That's okay. I understand. Get ready. <laughs> um, so when are you guys going out, Corinne? I don't know. I guess whenever it's set up. What do you think? When do you want to take her out? You you like this girl? Yeah, she's a cool girl. I mean, you just what did you, what did you guys talk about mostly back there? Because you guys were in the back for about an hour talking. <laughs> what were you guys talking about? Just everything. Junk size. The Knicks. <laughs> Junk size. How many guys you both have been with? <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. You know, I'm I, taking the over under on Corolla. I'm taking it over. Uh, yeah, at seven. Um. I'll take the under on junk size for that, too. <laughs> uh, all right, so here's... Hold on. I'm being nice. You see me? I'm struggling. You look at me right now. You see I'm struggling to be nice. I am. I appreciate it. Um, Corinne? Uh-huh. Uh, now, as it turns out, our boy Corolla's birthday is on Thursday. Really? Yeah. He, he didn't, didn't tell you in that long time you were talking back there? No, he didn't. I did not know that. Um, so maybe... Um, we he must not like her much, then. Yeah. What are you talking... <laughs> Uh, you know what? I'm just going to leave it at that. Corinne, thank you for uh, for meeting up with Corolla Benicio. And uh, we look forward to seeing what happens on the Ron and Fez show. Let's do this to me. Uh, thank you. And, um, you know, it'll be a pleasure meeting you at some point, okay? <laughs> thank you. <laughs> All right, sweetie, we'll talk to you. Okay, bye. Bye. You could have at least left her on hold so I could go. Oh, uh, uh, don't worry. I got her phone number. So if you want to call her back. Oh, come on. How <laughs> would you guys do this to me? One time, I'm asking you. I, was I not just good. very yeah, nice? Yeah, thank you. I mean, much. seriously. Thank you. In fact, I want you to get down on your hand and kiss, uh, get down on your knees and kiss my hand. Like I were a king. Get down. Kiss it. Bottom. Get down. Kiss it. Get bottom. Move your hand. Kiss it. <laughs> he just punched him. He, he hit his head on the kid head on the card. All right. I hope you're not listening now. My fingers smell pretty. I am gay. I am gay. My fingers smell pretty. Hey, Corolla. 
Do you want to go to a gay bar tonight? Hey, Corona. Please. But we noticed we did this. She's hung up now. Yeah. Oh, wait. Uh, I'm just playing. I'm making out with him, all right? It's going to happen. <laughs> all right. Well, anyway, enough you, Corolla. Oh, big fat man boot kid finally left. I like guys. I'm gay. I like dudes. I like to rub my guys and rub down. She's not... She's not even listening. I slept with a man. <laughs> sure, I'm by. Sure, I'm by. This isn't Christmas, man. Santa didn't just come down the chimney. I love chocolate, man. He's a gay guy. Thank you very much. I feel fantastic. Right. I didn't have sex. <laughs> Where are you going? What? Get out of here. Beat it. <laughs> Beat it. Oh, the big fat man boob kid finally left. <laughs> That's your sign off, ass wipe. <laughs> um, God damn, Heckler and Corolla taking up all our time. We're going to have to save everything for tomorrow. Yep. <sighs> Corolla, I, God damn, I should have asked her if she liked to drink. No, she doesn't. Not that much. <laughs> <laughs> you say you go get some sex. <laughs> Dude, I didn't. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right. You know what? I dumped it. I dumped it. Thank you. I dumped it. My bad. Listen to the replay on Saturday. <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't even realize. I did, I uh, Sometimes on off air, just, it you know. What? What are you talking about? <laughs> nothing. Nothing. Mm. Nobody knows because I deleted eight seconds. So you're, you're welcome. Thank you. M- Merry Christmas and happy birthday. Thank you for... Throwing me into the carts. Mm-hmm. You're welcome. You threw yourself into the carts. No way, man. You fell down some stairs. Tell him. <laughs> Tell him you fell down some steps. I didn't fall down steps. Tell him. Why would I say I fell down some steps? That doesn't make any sense. Because you tripped and hit the doorknob. He just never listens. Nope. He'll never learn. I only do it because I love you. I fell down some steps? <laughs> More convincing. That's what you say to the cops. Yeah. You mean more convincing. I fell down some steps. What? <laughs> All right. I don't get it. Yeah, of course. <laughs> You're gonna. All right. In- I dumped that, too. <laughs> I dumped that, too. I'm sorry. Beat me to it. I know. Corinne, don't listen to the mixtape. You talk too much. <laughs> it's the Hideout 106.7 WJFK. You're listening to the Hideout Weekend Mixtape. Mixtape. The best of the past week and the old Saturday night shows. 106.7 WJMK. Check. Get Corolla back in here real fast. Our intern Alex Corolla. Uh, 123-94 final score. Mavs over the Knicks. Yeah. I don't know if you'd heard that. But I also... Pretty steep. You've got a, uh, a date tomorrow, don't you? Yep. With who? 
I do. It would be with Crossbar. Now, Crossbar is our friend who is uh, in rehab, and she wanted a hideout T-shirt, so you ended up, uh, you're going to take it out to her where she is. Yeah, I scheduled an appointment uh, to go see her, and uh, my slotted time is from 2 to 4. Are you going to get there right at like 1.58? Well, I'd like to be there a little early. That way you can spend the full two hours with her? Yeah, you know. Are you going to... Um, that will have to be the most uncomfortable two hours in the world. Are you going to like... Hey, sneaker and no, some I pills mind. Huh? Sneaker and some pills. You getting her a pill case for Christmas? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Do that. That'd be funny. I don't know if they search you or anything like that. Right. You don't have to put anything in the pill case. Just bring one in and give it to her. <laughs> now, are you, uh, are you getting her anything for Christmas? Uh, I, I might pick her up something. And I feel badly. She's all, like, locked up in that place. Right. For Christmas. I mean, who wants to be locked up? You going to give her a little sum of a uh, Corolla? Hey. Hmm. <laughs> all right. I'd like to. That's creepy. But the problem is they never want that gift. They always return it. Yeah. Uh, like, you... Okay. You know, <laughs> you can't say that. Come on. You just signed the thing. You not signed anything yet, please. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know. I'm sorry. All right, so you and Crossbar. Now, here's the thing that I would like. I want you to take a tape recorder, All right. record how awkward it's going to be, and I also want you to take a camera oh. and see if you'll get her to do some sexy poses. Oh. If not... Even like, in the Hideout T-shirt. Yeah. That'd be great, too, so we can put it on RadioHideout.com. Nice. I really would dig that. Yeah, me too. Um, Will, you're in the Hideout on JFK. Hopefully you get some track marks, too, Yeah, you know, with, with the uh, hideout T-shirt on. But uh, I'm hoping that at 155, she gets a nice little dose of, dose of methadone and then just gets really ill from it. <laughs> and so somehow, Corolla, you get stood up again. That'd be great. Probably happen. <laughs> I didn't sign for any guest. Yeah. You're on a lister. She sees him. She's like, oh, oh. <laughs> Bitch boobs just swinging everywhere. Oh. Yeah, don't wear that shirt or any of the other shirts because they don't make your boobs. You know, I was like... thinking we should have gotten uh, Corolla some shirts for Christmas, some nice new shirts because he wears like the same four in a cycle. You want my shirt? You want this Michigan baseball shirt? Sure, man. Do you? And actually, I'm wearing a shirt he got me for my birthday. Right. Right now. All right, maybe next year. Uh. <laughs> no, wait, we won't know you next year. Oh, wah wah. You'll be a caller next year. <laughs> <laughs> Beat it. Beat it. Aww. Okay, hang up. And where's my water? Don't you have a gift for Bateman real fast yeah, before I we do. move on? It's in the uh, back room. Let me run and get it real quick. Hurry up and go get it. Uh, all right, so you got it. Right, what's wrong, Bateman? He hands you the gift and you look mad. I'm just leery of any gifts. Why? All right, open it. Open it real. It's the holidays. Thanks. Yeah. Oh, look, it's books. Wow. He actually uh, got something actually really, really good. Hey, What did he get you? I'd rather not say. What say it! Come on! It's a book about the UFC and uh, submission grappling. Wow! Nice! Man, look at Corolla with all the thought put into the gifts. I was sure it was a gay porno or something, and I'd open up on the air and be like, Great, thanks. Yeah, that... But then you'd walk in the back and... <laughs> oh! If you do look at the pictures of the submission grappling, oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh, Beat it. Uh, Scram. Where's my water? <laughs> hey. Um, Where's my Pepsi? All right, what else? You don't like water. So we've covered the fact that Corolla is going to see Crossbar. We uh, have exchanged gifts. Uh, what happened to our guest, Tommy? 
Uh, MarionAmerican.ca. I think, I think they're on line one. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, they're whores. They uh, don't reply to emails after they and phone calls after they make a big commit. Yeah. Um, now, what do you think the reason is that we've we've lost some guests lately? Yeah, we, we, had, had, John, we had John Sp- Baystow just no, nearly we didn't. Booked. We never had him. The booked. problem is RadioHideout.com. Yeah. yeah, he saw the website and his publicist called back and says, "Yeah, John's. Thanks you for your interest in him, but." He's really not comfortable with that type of shit. I don't know why people would go to RadioHideout.com and uh, not want to be on this show. Because it was that incident with Sid. We had pictures of that up. The bit which we will never speak of? God. Why are you speaking of it? It's still around here, too. It is. Fungus on it. Okay, you know, among other things. (laughs) Thirty. Well, you know, uh, shrooms grow on cow dung. All right. (laughs) Um, uh, Hold on a second. So we do have a backup guest, I suppose. Hello? Hi. My name is Phil.com. Phil Hill, how are you? Welcome into the hideout. Zaxxon? Zaxxon. 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 I, You're I such did, a dick. When, when, when I was a guest, I did not um, leave. I stayed on, and, and I was a good guest. And you still haven't left. Of course, yeah, you continue to uh, stick around. And we appreciate that. What's the name of, of the guest, the other guest on the other line? Morface. Marry a... Uh, MarionAmerican.ca. Okay, I was just checking, because there's another website that sounds very similar, and I was hoping that that wasn't the one you had on. Which, no. Which one? Can you keep a secret? Yes, we can keep a secret. <laughs> the Bad Aliens are planning a new website called MarianAlien.com. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's how the Rockness clan plans to get citizenship. <laughs> I don't, I don't think it, I don't, I don't know if aliens can become citizens of uh, the United States. Well, uh, under Bush's presidency, anything's possible. Right. <laughs> I stop with the breathing into the phone. He's the best. All right, let's I'm hear. Sorry. Oh, you got a Christmas song. Let's listen to a little bit of this. My name is Phil. dot com. Standing a mighty foot and a half above moon level. High atop that, a giant sculpture of the earth, which they worshipped. Anybody have a lighter? Not anymore. Not after that horrible day. There won't be Christmas on the moon, no Christmas there. So don't hang mistletoe so soon. You know, you you sing like a bird, Phil. Like a bird? Yes, you sing great. He's like the Beatles of our generation. Yeah. Oh, is that? Um, thank you. That's a good thing, right? It's like if the Beatles were just insane and gay. Yeah. Okay. Um, I I just wanted to also warn you. Uh, just whatever you do tomorrow, don't go anywhere near the Great Lakes in an airplane. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Phil. My name is Phil.com. <laughs> Wait, I wanted to know what that was. isn't isn't Dubs leaving? I'm flying flying into Michigan, where Mm. all Great Lakes are. Uh, Great Lakes State, isn't it? Great Lakes State, yeah. Back off, suckers. Oh, that's where the Great Lakes are? Yeah. I thought they were on the West Coast. Um, Oh, Corolla. Oh, you know what? See if we can get Phil back. (laughs) Didn't Corolla want to yell about his shirt? (laughs) Yes. The Zaxxon shirt sucks. I don't worry about it. Get him back, actually. I want to hear about that. Heckler, you're in the hideout. Hey, what's up, dude? What's up, bro? I was going to ask that dude from my name is Phil dot com. He's Uncle Zaxxon that came in his room and touched him when he was a little kid. All right. Get your facts on, man. Zaxxon. 
866-277-4969. You know, I like that guy every uh, more and more every time he calls. Uh, is that, uh, my name is Phil. Phil? It doesn't annoy you? No, I love it. Duh. It, I, it annoyed me really bad at first, but I love it now. I can't get enough. You like it because you're just effing with us. Because <laughs> it's just... How annoying must that be? Well, you know what? I want to hear his other song. Let's hear Can We Keep a Secret. I want to hear Can We Keep a Secret. That's really the hit. Yeah, I mean... Bad Aliens, I guess, is the name of it. All right, let's play a little bit of this for your holiday. It's the hideout. 106.7 WJFK. Bad Aliens. Phil Hill. 106.7. Keep a secret. <laughs> it doesn't in the song. Every song. I get a feeling that gives me the creeps. I'd like to tell you just a little bit more. Please wait the Canadian's a whore. Yes. Sir Gub, the bug-headed man, cut a deal with the alien. It really tells the whole story in this one song. To destroy the earth, I hope Bush attacks them first. Bad aliens. Oh my God, they're here again. They say they don't have evil intentions, but then they take us to alien kitchens and cook us. Hey, I think I know the song for the new Ron Fez album. They fly around in blue and gold vehicles. I'm real concerned about alien war. Come close and I'll tell you some more. Can you keep a secret? I've got coordinates of bad alien whereabouts. I've got locations of UFO hideouts. I've got Hideout. DNA in my fridge. I've sent samples to Mr. Tom. We also have his other hit. Which one? The Zaxxon song. No, no, no. How about this? Hold on a second. Now, somebody says that he sounds like Cartman from South Park singing Ohio, oh, oh Holy Night. Dubs, I know you love this song. Now, for the holiday season, there's a special DVD package out. Yeah. From ESPN. Oh, the number three. Where is the... Uh... Oh, no, the song's gone. I thought I had it. All right, never mind. Keep playing this while I find it. Canadians. Oh, Canadians. All right, that's Phil Hill from MyNameIsPhil.com. Uh, we just, should have one do one called uh, Illegal Aliens. Not why? Oh, my God, they're here again. Why would you say that? I'm here. Oh, my God, I'm working with one. All right, you know, <laughs> I... Uh, Sorry, crutch. I know. It's, exactly. It's exactly what it is. Matt's already requesting a certain drop. No, it's not going to happen. I'm just saying, Matt's requesting it. It's not, no more, uh, arriba, arriba, on the light. It's not going to happen. Isolated. Uh, <laughs> son of a bitch! I, uh, I was about to go for the dump button, but even if I dumped it, it's too late. It's already been recorded back there. Real, real fast, he's back. I'm sorry, Phil. We must have gotten disconnected. My name is Phil.com. How are you? I'm doing fine. What's wrong with the t-shirt? 
All right, Corolla, you had an issue with the the Zach. Get the facts on Zach's on. Yeah, man, I watched it once. It looks like Rogan's four. His head's chipping off a little bit. Now you got the the women's tinted tea, right? <laughs> no. Oh, <laughs> Phil became a comedian all of a sudden, huh? The which answer one, is yes. Which one did you buy? Get the facts on Zach's on with Rogan's and Rogan's two and Rogan's four on the back. And and it fell apart. It chipped a little bit. I'm sorry. I don't. I don't make the shirts. They they're made by another company, and I don't make any money. I provide them as a service to you. Right. I apologize, though. If, if you wanna, you can send. You, did you know that that company? If you send it back to them, they will issue you a refund. The damage is done. Send them some panties. He needs new panties for RadioHideout.com, and the next bit he's gonna do. Okay, I can get some 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 Rogness panties on the way. Do you want red or pink? Is it Rogness four or Rogness one? It's, it can be your choice of Rogness, Rogness 2, or Rogness 4. What about Rogness 3? I want him. Rogness 3 got sick. No, he didn't. Go on. <laughs> you know what? I'm, well, I don't know what world I'm living in, but uh, my name is Phil.com. Um, uh, thank you, Phil Hill. You're not going on the airplane, right? All right, bye. No joking about that. We want dubs. We want dubs to make it back in one piece. We love RJ dubs. And if he doesn't come back, that means that I have to take care of Sadie Lou. Yeah. I'll be goddamn that's ending up in a shelter mm? or on a corner. D- please, I hope you wouldn't do that. Yes. I take it. Well, I'm not even going to Would anybody in here take my cap for me if it... How about we put it on the leash and we'd make it uh, walk behind the uh, car as we drove down 66. If I died. <laughs> How about I kick your ass? All right? I told you, no joking about Sadie Lou. It's over. I got some cat food at home, so, I mean... Yeah, but I don't want you to go hungry. He'd eat all her food. Let's take a break. We'll come back. It's the Hideout 106.7 WJFK.